There are a few words more important in the lexicon of club cricket than wheels. You could be talking about your fast twitch quick, who cranks it up when needed, leaving you feeling safe in the ring, protected by your on-field king. You could be talking about footwear. They say the eye is the window to the soul. In club cricket, the wheel is your ticket to the circuit. If the circuit is your kingdom, then your wheels are your king. Or you could be talking about your transportation. You can hear them whispering, have you seen his wheels? Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the king of cricket wheels, the Pajero Sport. This bad boy has advanced four-wheel drive performance with Super Select 2 four-wheel drive system, letting you switch between two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive at up to 100 kilometres an hour, so you can handle any terrain with ease. That means away days just got that much better. But there's more. With 3.1 tonne braked towing capacity, it's the Car Expert 2023 Best Four-Wheel Drive Off-Road SUV. That's match-winning gear, guaranteeing you make your way up the grades. Pajero Sport. Take adventure to the next level. Oh, the boys are here. They're nervous. They're calm. <laughs> Boysies. Get rarer. Why is this happening to me? Me. We're not getting Maccas and you can blame my son. <laughs> Get a few today, did you? It's great to contractually be obliged to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Is anyone going to listen to this or what? No, I actually don't know what, what happens in third grade. <laughs> you either get nude, get in the shower. Or we're throwing all your cook gear in, bro. No chance I'm going to bowl you. 19th century Pax Britannica. Australia add the under-19 World Cup to their current trophy cabinet with yet another win in a final against India. Is this the most successful era of Australian cricket ever? Do trophy cabinets really exist? What's it like to talk to a woman? Is cricket ever cool? We dig deeper to find out more. Glenn Maxwell does his thing again with his fourth Australian 100 in nine innings across formats. Australia has now won that series and Shamar Joseph has won himself an IPL contract, proving that dreams really do come true, as it's always been Ricky Ponting's dream to coach in Washington. Dreams did come true for seven South African debutants in New Zealand who managed to find the middle of Kane Williamson bat as he scored his 30th and 31st centuries for the Kiwis. Such nice guys, amazing cricketers. Are there skeletons in the closet? It's injuries deluxe in the India-England test series. Does England have a sniff here? How good is golf? Performer, actor, writer and one third of one of the most successful Australian comedy acts of all time, Auntie Donna Broden Kelly joins the show to discuss Times Square billboards, real estate agents, accidentally liking cricket, and how good Harley Reid is going to be for newspaper sales this year. There's probably some other irreverent dumb shit too, because, you know, it's cricket. To that end, hashtag AskTGC questions as to why some bloke is shadow bowling in the gym. Pezza, some people think, not much going on this week. Wrong. There's plenty going on. It's still the middle of summer. Today in Melbourne, it's a million degrees. So that must mean cricket's here. Summer's about to start. The cricket's on. Are you having a good time with the cricket? Fucking oath I am, bruh. <laughs> That's not a uh, most talk. importantly most importantly, a lot of um a lot of reaction to the chat we were having last week vis a vis club cricket and various incidences. Can't that be not that one. No, not that no, there uh, was reaction a lot of people got in touch privately that about wanting to get that falsetto voice approach going. Okay, right, right, right. Uh, no, I'm, I'm referring to – there was a couple of different incidents, um, but one in particular from grade cricket. We're talking about uh, your mate, McElduff. Yep. Who um, played a sort of Fraser McGurk shot over, I'm going to say, square. Maybe, maybe, being, maybe just in front of square. After the ball was thrown into the keeper. Yeah, and the allegation being – and this is watching purely via Frogbox uh, – that um, 
that the ball had been thrown too many times. You know, the ball just yes, kept yes, getting yes, thrown. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so there's a bit of feedback on this. Yeah, well, a lot of people writing in, uh, and people who are involved in the game, people okay. who are sort of peripheral to the game. Yeah. Um, with, you know, wanting game to... Game adjacent? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, you know, a couple, a couple of players, um, one one writing about McIlduff, saying mm-hmm. best contact he made all day. Nice. You know? Well done. great cricket. Um, yeah. Someone else wrote in saying, would have loved to have given you some insights into what was being said, right? And I'm thinking... Ooh, titillate me. Like and and I, the invitation was extended. Please do. And it didn't come. Um, it was it was explained. Uh, I reckon three out of four words were fuck or cunt. <laughs> like three out of four. Okay. Which I That's think is actually talk. really yeah. And that th- this person went on to say no English being spoken, just expletives with no context. Okay. Now, I think this is good because I've been concerned for some time mm. about uh, the tempering of aggression in young men generally. Mm. When it comes to club and or grade cricket, uh-huh. this concerning trend of awareness, thoughtfulness, you know, uh, being concerned with oneself and your own conduct rather than kind of wild expression of your own frustrations in your life mm-hmm. taken out on the field, which mm-hmm. in turn has created dynastic Australian cricket teams. So it's nice to hear that with this incident in particular, that – there's some unfettered aggression going on that doesn't seem to make much sense. In fact, sure. it's completely sure. out of context. The sure. context here, I presume, is referring to their lives. Mm. So I just want to encourage more of these things. Like if let's let's say there's a new segment just called Overheard. Okay. You know, like just send us in, like I don't want war and peace. No, we don't need war. But and just peace. send us in things you're hearing on the field. Mm-hmm. Less so the BBC style stuff mm. of like you know best sledges. send his bales to Wales. Right, kind of gear. Got it. Got it. Like let us no, not best sledges. Yeah, best sledges without swearing was that was a thing last week. Let us yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just let us know things that are um that are being said. Um, yeah. you would have seen he goes last week, just you know, if we could stay in the club cricket train Please, for yeah. a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of discussion about uh, the new scoring system in Australia. Well it's been there for a couple of years, play HQ. There was some discourse, yeah. Yeah. Which which Sorry, course are you is that? where's that? Yeah. Discourse. In Brooklyn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh so a little bit of conversation in the media are bubbling up about play HQ. Now for background, for those who don't play club cricket in Australia, wow. uh, play HQ is the online platform that, um, you know, is, is the house for all the statistics of a game of cricket live and historic. Mm. Uh, it, was um, formerly my cricket. Yes, it, this one superseded my cricket. Superseded. Yes. Uh, my cricket. And uh, there's been a little bit of print press, radio press, uh, essentially collating a lot of frustration from people about this. Um, in, in Roy Masters' piece last week. How's the piece on it? it di- indeed. Um, one of the quotes from a, a volunteer was that it's it's imperiled over a century of statistical knowledge. Right. You know what I mean? So people are essentially uh, saying that Play HQ isn't working as well as my cricket did. Yeah. And it's frustrating people. Yeah. And look – Far be it from us to say that we've done any kind of investigation into this. Anecdotally, a lot of people do seem to say that. Everyone right? that I've spoken to that still plays it and uses it says it's dog shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, and like when I've tried to use it, I, I feel like I am internet savvy. You uh, feel like you are, yeah. Internet yeah. savvy blanc. <laughs> and, um, and I don't know how to use it. Nor can I access anything. And So am I, I dumb? Am I, am I dumb? Well, I just want to ask a, a question that's potentially vulnerable. 
in what like capacity do you use it? Oh no, sometimes like accidentally like so I get sent links and I click them and like well, I just end up looking at what sort of things are you looking up? Like like a, like a fourth grade um, round sixteen game mm. against a bottom ranked team, etc. Mm. etc. That I happen to be playing in and made thirty five off seventy two. Mm. Drop twice. Tim Crawford's been batting well for Gordon this year. He's for you know that's your yeah. old club. Like yeah. how's, how's Tim going today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he made the two. Yeah. Is he is he gonna is he gonna play for New South Wales? That means that I play for New South Wales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sort of stuff. That sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, imperiled over a century of statistical knowledge, like mm. the um, you know, like the destruction of the Library of Alexandria. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that is true. That is what cricket statistics are to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, can I just read out a question that someone? wrote in during the week i would encourage uh, that thank you if you were encouraging but you may not be if i were, i would encourage yeah. that um this is from tom he wanted to be semi-anonymous <laughs> <laughs> and are those because he's, just he's be- writing about somebody here mm. and you'll you'll see from the pros itself but there's some some you know elements are protected and there's a little bit there's a little carrot dangle there's a little bit of you know tip of the penis shown in this got it uh anyway yeah tom says guys i think i've stumbled upon cricket's biggest snake Okay. <laughs> and for anyone who has learnt so much, or lent, sorry, so much as half an ear to any of your podcasts over the past few years will know, my wife included in this, cricket is filled with some of the rarest and unique individuals who reside in the Commonwealth. Mm. Cricket is notoriously a place for the petty, sad, grim loners of society. Each week we take the field with an assortment of individuals who wouldn't look out of place at a dealing with autism summit. Okay. Okay. However, what we've uncovered tops even the most grimmest of units uh, I've sat I've sat next to listening to how they made an impressive 24 ball, 45, okay, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We play a level of cricket that's below premier cricket. Uh, I won't say where it is, but certainly far above the wheelie bin shit you probably get from most of your riders in. Uh-huh. Now, firstly, to be clear, anything below grade cricket yeah. will be regarded as wheelie bin yes. shit, rightly or wrongly, mainly wrongly. I assume. But, but him, trying to, him trying to crowbar that, oh, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. He's come to the wrong place, yeah. fundamentally. All, all the best with you in your future endeavours. But right. I, I assume that you have a solo bin for stumps. Mm. It's like Each week, it's like, is it the green bin this week or I'm the going yellow? To, I'm going to assume that it's tip and run. Mm. You know down here, they call it tippity run. I can't. I'm, I'm not. You can't deal no, with that. Yeah. No, no. Is the, is the bin, hey, Tom, is the bin you deal with half full from green waste? <laughs> anyway, Tom goes on. This isn't relevant to the story at all. <laughs> But I just knew at some point, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of our young guys is planning a summer abroad in England to play cricket next year. As part of this experience, he's required to put together his stats from the past few years on my cricket. Mm. Because there's still some archive my cricket stuff around. Anyway, mm-hmm. so they can allocate him a club or some shit. Anyway, as we all know, cricketers are some of the most selfish creatures known to man. It'll be a cold day in hell before we forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately for this guy, when he logged on to collate his previous year's statistics, many of his runs had disappeared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not all of them were completely gone. But his four to five notable scores had all been diminished to single-figure scores. Upon some further examination of the scorecards, he was astonished to see one of his teammates had all of a sudden made a few more runs than he initially remembered. A further deep dive resulted in him and us at the club learning that he now this guy who'd, who's made more runs now averaged 305 over the previous two seasons at the club. <laughs> The player who had somehow acquired all of these runs came to our club several summers ago and didn't we think we'd struck gold? Despite bowling off 14 metres in the nest with a two-piece and making full use of the 15 degrees, he seemed like a a lovely guy and quickly made an instant impression on everyone. He would help everyone out on match day, offer to drive young guys a game, blah, 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 and he'd upload all of the previous scores on my cricket. Got it. 
given the awards season in question were all legitimately awarded, it seems this absolute coat has gone back into my cricket recently to amend the 2020-21 statistics for his own benefit. I've attached a scorecard for your own benefit. Uh, yeah, I haven't looked at them. Some of our highlights include him making 101 out of 152 and somewhat hilariously allocating 25 runs to a guy who literally averages less than two. People down the order have batted, despite he and other batsmen who made the runs remaining not out. Averaging 305, so he averaged 305 in third grade for a club that didn't win many matches that season. He took runs off players but didn't adjust their boundary tallies. EJ, a guy has made two runs despite hitting two fours. <laughs> we had a score like that, but he was a drunk. Uh, <laughs> steering us home from seven for 20 by making 101 and not hitting one boundary for the entire innings. Oh, he just ground them out. Yeah. Come on. We also, we also note that he's taken all of his runs from the young players in his team, which is strange considering I'd imagine they spend more time in mind cricket than the older guys. Not since Enron have we seen a more fraudulent presentation of results. Is this the biggest snake you've come across? Then he goes on to name the business this guy's runs, etc., which I probably uh -huh. won't uh, read out. Um, claims to have been a professional cricketer at some point. Of course, that's consistent. Yeah. Um, does this belong in the fiction section? Now, look, I'm only raising that because this is a, another example you're hearing about guys obviously just having a fantastic time mm. hacking in online and just fucking around with numbers. They're yep. DJing their own numbers right, to feel right. good, yeah. you know? And yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just saying, like, this is my cricket. We've moved to play HQ. Uh, statistics matter to people. It seems like it's Wild West out there now. Mm. You know, some guys aren't going to get a gig in England because they can't arrange five scores on my cricket because someone's hacked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of um, analogous to what's happening in the world, post-truth, mm. et cetera. <clears throat> sure. Do you think this is a good thing that people can go back to a kind of, a, a, you know, opportunities to lie if you have skills in coding, et cetera? You know, I think uh, many people like to just have a second life. Of course, there's that literal software program, Second, second Life, life yeah. uh, where people mm. um, live mm. the life that they want to the live. The umpires that gives you not out. That they, well, there was no appeal. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, because we all have fantasies in our head. I love Second Life. Sometimes, sometimes we just, sometimes we go to, we, we go to bed and we play movies that we're in in our heads. Yeah. And we, we dream for bigger possibilities. What if, what if things were like this? Would I be happier then? Because now, cricket statistics is a perfect way to, mm. you know, to, to uh, you know, live that life that you've always wanted to live. Maybe if I scored 75, would I have a girlfriend? The answer, of course, is no. But what if, you know, the, and what if is a big question. Now, cricket statistics is basically second life is what I'm saying. So I'm all mm. for it. Th that feeling when you, you know, get off the ground after a wow. decent, mm, um, decent innings and you go and peer over the um, yeah, yeah. octogenarian yeah. volunteer yeah. scorers, um well-manicured manual scorebook. Now they have to have someone who puts into play SQ as well. And and you have a number next to your name, just two, like, numerals. Yeah. It's, it's in, not three. In, in sequential. Yeah, it's sequential. <laughs> <laughs> and and like, but first, first of all, you asked how many overs how many, this guy yeah, that's this, right, how many yeah. this guy yeah. left. How many overs? Yeah. Yeah. How, many, how long is that a go? How, how many leg buys? Is, is how many? It, the better one is how many overs does X have left? Because it just yeah. takes a little longer mm. to figure that out if it's a limited overs fixture or something like that. Or also, it sort of it's, it's, it signifies that you are interested in the status of the game because this guy's been buying quite well. Yeah. So how many how many overs has this guy got left? Like, but but that feeling mm. of of a of like a, a credible number next to your name, like you see your name, your ancestry, you know, mm. uh, <laughs> and then you move across <laughs> and you see the number next to your name. Yeah. Forget about who got you out, et cetera. Doesn't matter. Um, like that, that is one of the purest experiences that, that a human can have. So I understand, like this guy thinks that I'm about to go to town on the fraud. Yeah. But the, the, the fraud has just manifested his destiny.
Mm. You know, he's just hacked in and just started fucking with numbers and going, I average 305 now. Yeah. And he's just looking at it on a screen. So he's made a mistake in the same way that often, um, like when fraudulent bank transactions happen, they start small and they start getting away with it and they start mm. going for bigger and bigger numbers. That's now, right. I'll take had, one cent from everyone's account. Right. Now, had, now, I mean, that's that's obviously how I did it. But <laughs> like, but once you reveal publicly that you were averaging 305, there's going to be a couple of questions. Yeah, perhaps this like this guy, uh, the fraud, has um, appreciated that the, they've actually migrated to a new system so fewer people are going back to my cricket. And he can say, if you're knocking around my cricket, you're possibly, you know, earning the attention of the Australian Federal Police yourself. Got so it. are you really going to ask me questions about what's going on? <laughs> got it. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm, just saying like, I'm just wondering about this Play HQ migration and whether people aren't focusing enough on the opportunities. Now, there are suggestions that it costs clubs a lot of money. It costs a lot of time. It's actually a drain on resources when people are just trying to be part of a community. Sure. They're all valid things to present. Okay. But I'm just wondering whether there are opportunities for fraudulence um, in this wild west. Okay, what about this? Can we get crypto involved? What about if you're on a dollar a run, all of mm. a sudden you go back and retrospective payments need to be uh, processed because, yes. oh, I actually scored 10,000 yeah. runs that year. Don't you remember the year that we had? Sure, we finished 16th. <laughs> yeah. That's that's by the by. Where's me cash? Yeah, Steve Waugh scored 10,000 <laughs> runs. That's how many I scored I, in a year. I, I had one Indian summer. You know, I don't just... remember that. No, look at it. <laughs> you know, it's no, funny. No, no, look. I mean, it's 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 a it's actually amazing. This hasn't come up sooner in cricket. You know, like the the internet has allowed for um, like the broadening and curation of identity beyond what one's you know IRL identity might be. Like, mm -hmm. why aren't there programs out there where you can literally just input the stats you want? You know what I mean? Like, and you can just look at it and just feel great. Like, oh, S Perry. You know, but that's what. But that's 30. What, But that's what. Um what like PlayStation's for, where you can create your own character. Yeah. And I like, I'm in the hall of fame in, in three years of the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So moved around a bit, play for the Knicks, play for the Lakers, Celtics. <laughs> Got different haircuts. Move around a bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's like, hey, that's, I'm just saying, play HQ, there might be yeah. opportunities. How many, how many Champions Leagues have you won? Heaps. On FIFA, live the life you want. Escapism. Something to think about. Do you want to talk about the under-19 World Cup or do you want to talk about the T20s first? Because um, I'm just thinking about like with the under-19 World Cup, obviously these guys are all playing great cricket. Um, none of them bowl to bins. And there's a lot mm. like um, – and I, you were just talking about like um, like the, <laughs> the sounds of great cricket, right? And I'm looking at the celebrations of the Australians who who won the final against India by 79 runs, undefeated in the tournament, first under-19 World Cup win since 2010 mm -hmm. uh, when Mitch Marsh and uh, Josh Hazelwood were in it. Uh, so in the final, Australia, 7 for 253, India, all out 174. Mm -hmm. The sounds of the dressing room. Yes, like this. Real good yahooing. Yeah. You, like yeah. Out, the, out the back, you know, out the back on the surf, you know. Oh, out the like, back of the like surf. Yeah, Shuckers right, right. kind of vibe, like, uh, you boys, yeah. fucking come on. Like, it was very Australiana. I, I related to it. That's the but, thing with youth, you know, it's unkempt, unbridled. It's still raw. Unbridled. It hasn't, it hasn't been finessed yet. Yes. You know. Cannot be bridled. So, and the haircuts are as you'd expect. Yeah, it's, rude. It's 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 a rude haircut, but it's also just it's a, it's manicured to be rude. Yeah. You know, it's it's that sort of private school mullet which goes around here in obviously Victoria. I see. Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of that, but I, I'm I'm sick for a. Uh, I, I really enjoy um, 
a, a, like a, just a, a messy haircut, which will not be there in sort of four to five to six years time, you know, but, the, but this yeah, is- the, So you're talking aesthetics, this really. Is, this is their time. I'm talking about aesthetics. Now, obviously yeah. Australia winning World Cup. All yeah, they, they won, yeah. Now look, this this tournament- uh, Sorry, it, got out. Look, we got out of bed. I had to admit, like I could eat. I ate something from yeah. the fridge, went back to sleep. Uh, it's another World Cup. I all, saw the, I saw the one the semi final against yeah. Pakistan, where inside edge could have been bowled. Mm. We ran down for four. All mm. good. Yeah, but the entire social media representation of that was sadness, like except in yeah. one corner of the country, in, of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what in, are we upset about? India Pakistan final was on the cards. Yeah, nah, that's right. Well, we'll just, you can just see if I could producers melting down, yeah. losing their jobs. All good. I'll catch the five minute highlights on mm. YouTube. Shortest mm. highlights of the tournament, actually. Apparently, very yeah. interesting. I, yeah. I, I, look, I was watching yeah. a lot of highlights of this yeah. tournament, and yeah. then uh, Australia beats India and, in the final. Uh, yeah, and yeah, just really short. It was, uh, a, it was a short. Shortest one of the entire tournament. Yeah, I've not odd. seen a lot knocking around. No, I haven't seen much public. Yeah, ICC it's or odd. whatever. It's very quiet across social media once again. <laughs> Don't know. Anyway, the boys are celebrating, representing themselves finally. Uh, the, the Indian guys as as well, but um, but in you know, obviously you talk about the winners, um, and you know, and it, they were just they were just having a fucking great time. Yeah. But, the, but the sounds and the cadence of it, yep, very uh, very relatable, very relatable. Right, I really, yeah. I enjoyed it. I was like, these guys got future. These, and that's, these and, guys got future. And I was like, these guys got future. <laughs> I speak for job. <laughs> uh, I wonder if the under-19s guys, like, because um, it's been more professionalised as well. Like, I, I like yeah. looking through the old photos of under-19s players. Wee oh, wee oh, wee oh. Here they come. <laughs> we must be able to keep knocking on the door. Um, no, and you see, like, you know, it was the class of 2002, which which was my class at school. These guys are, like, a year older than me. The older World Cup. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. And it's, like, you're, look, yes, you're yes, looking yes, at yes, it's yes. a, like, um, pock-faced. Yeah. Uh, Sean Marsh. <laughs> yeah. Dan Christian. Mark yeah. Cosgrove. You know, like, you know, like, and, and each of them pregnant with promise, you know, <laughs> of their careers. I think, I, think, I think one of them actually was pregnant. <laughs> That's that's such an unnecessary drive by, but and then and then you go to 2010, and you're looking at uh, oh and sorry O2 GB you know George Bailey right okay. Bo Casson uh, yeah right and uh, I think and then 2010 you've got uh, Hoff mm. Zorba mm. Bison mm. you know Kane Richardson mm. and do they all think like all this is 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 um this is like file footage for when we actually become professional cricket like yeah. when we become great yeah. like and where they just look they they've got more of a coat hanger style um shoulders yeah. because they're still growing into their bodies their faces haven't uh developed the smoothness of skin or, mm. or a coarseness of skin i should mm. say like commensurate with being an adult there's still a little bit of acne knocking around mm -hmm. they're going to say things that are ruder and unbridled yeah. uh and that'll be laughed at later when they win an allen border medal for example well how you many know? times have we seen the footage of you know kane Williams from steve smith and Brad coley on the same in the same class yeah. so, like, isn't that funny They've, they weren't fully formed faces yeah. huh yeah it's before coley got hot you know yeah you saw the baby face yeah well, he worked I, out how to use a beard to, to get a vector going. Exactly, exactly yeah. right, exactly to right. To shape so, it up a bit. So you're right. I mean, this is this is file footage of like, look look, look what they looked like when they were babies. It's, and, and it's novel, you know, like it's mm. a novelty to it. And you look at, you look at players, like, there's Harry Dixon. Sam Constance, he's the next big thing. Yeah. New South Wales had six under, like six players right. on that side. So New South Wales cricket is back. Yeah. Everyone kind of um, crowbarring their own like visions of what the future could be. Yeah. What this person might deliver us later when yeah. I walk into a room, sniff, Mm. Um, outwardly, not yep. inwardly, hopefully, yep. uh, and you know, some, Harry Dixon's made seventy. 
Now, of the squad of, say, 15, seven of these guys will be working at KPMG mm-hmm. in a couple of years' time. Okay, wow. Two will be Cricket's wor- moving up. <laughs> two will be working... Um, Is uh, this rugby or cricket? Well, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Cricket, uh, rugby's fucking on the board of KPMG. That's where they picked the Wallabies from. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, so Australia won. Yep, woke up. Uh, did we want a World Cup? Yeah, want one. Um, not as many highlights. Uh, now, Harry Dixon forty, Harsh Singh fifty. Yep. Um, they've you know they, like I like this Australian team. I don't know much about it other than like I turned it on. There's the colours. We win. Everyone's been like uh, you know yipping and yahooing. Yep. There's a guy called the Monster Truck. Yep. They're talking about the cartel. Yep. Uh, heaps of good stories. Uh, Harsh Singh, Punjabi Sikh, the face of Australian cricket changing a little bit. I'm fucking. I'm happy to go. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I've said this before but you think about what Australia has at the moment um, mm. and we're so resources we're so, wise we're so blase about the achievements of what Australian cricket men's women's and the kids mm. have won and it's which like, is our right yeah it, if any other nation mm. any other team that plays cricket had the current silverware shall we say mm. There'd you be, mean the things you compete for to win? It would be it would be everywhere. I mm. mean, so, it's, so I mean, okay. So under nineteen World Cup, which is yeah. which is really become it. like we, uh, like it. a big thing because of India winning it the last like eight times in a row, whatever. Um, Commonwealth Games gold medal for the women, T Twenty World Cup for the women, ODI World Cup for the women, World Test Championship for the men, ODI World Cup for the men. Held both uh, held the Ashes for ten years plus. Uh, so. Obviously, comments have them on the board of Gavaska Trophy. All good. <laughs> Give us a couple of months, but maybe. So you know, so if Australia somehow managed to win the T Twenty World Cup, well then they will hold every major trophy possible. Mm. The women's under nineteen World Cup, India has that. So you know, I'm sort of picking and choosing there. Anyway, but it's being, really it's they've good. won fucking shitloads. You expect India to win this because we hear a lot about the production line now. The production line's so good. Yeah. You know, just it's just it's efficient. You're picking them off the production line. You could have six teams. Mm. But there was a trophy on offer. Australia yeah. was there. Um yeah. I didn't I didn't, I didn't watch it, but no, no, I just saw caught, some oh, yeah. just caught the highlights. I've just read. Yeah. It wasn't much more was longer than the TikTok the highlights, but yeah. Yeah. I just it was it wasn't that funny. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about uh, the Australian men's side there against the West Indies. They've won the T20 series. Well, they're 2 up in the series. The last game is tomorrow. Um, Australia last night in Adelaide scored 241 and West Indies uh, 207. So Glenn Maxwell hit 120 red off 55 last night. Uh, and then we'll talk about the Jared Bird, no appeal, et cetera, et cetera. Run it in the Great. Um, but, Arguably uh, should have led with it, but anyway. Glenn, yeah. My fault. <laughs> Glenn Maxwell, 120 as I said, in the top fourth innings, sorry, fourth hundred in nine innings for Australia. Uh, that would go back to the World Cup as well. Um, but uh, that is a hell of a run of form. But uh, you're watching it last night and it was just like, just couldn't bowl. Just just couldn't Maxwell? bowl. Couldn't bowl to him. Oh, mate, when Maxwell catches like NBA jam fire, it's unstoppable. Is there anyone like less stoppable? Is that right? Than Maxwell when it's going? Heinrich Klaassen's been good recently. I haven't seen it. Uh, he was in the World Cup. Yeah, was he? <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I know it's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know, know, other, I know go, other good, guys like, are wood. We're talking other guys are good as well, yeah. I want to talk about Jake Fraser-McGurk in a second, but, like, the thing that you can't compete with Maxwell on is ceilings. Mm-hmm. It's it's the – Klaassen ain't touching that ceiling. He isn't even close to the yeah. ceiling. Yeah. Uh, Stairway to heaven stuff, Maxwell. 
um, mm-hmm. and just it's so satisfying. He got to he got he arrived at that place last night where it was like, where's this one going to go? Yeah, I think it was a quote. Oh, I don't have it. I don't have it on me. When he's he's just he's talking quite frankly after the game. He's like, yeah, I just um, I just sometimes feel like I get to this place where I can pick where I want to hit the boundary, so I, I can just maneuver the bowler into a place where I know what they're about to bowl and I know what boundary I'm going to hit from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have that. Oh yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I used yeah. to have that when my six-year-old brother bowled to me. You know, <laughs> age sixteen. Um, yeah. so he also noted that his parents were there, and ah. there was some discussion about resting him for the game. And he said, "Oh, can I play? Like my my parents are coming." Right, and um, must be nice. He said, "Like, oh, they had a Barossa tour yesterday, so I think they would have been good." And Maxwell didn't go on there. Um, <laughs> I want to make one point. Yeah. Um, been thinking this over it's a half thought point but like i noticed um and i thought this would happen after he scored his 100 like this was it made me look up the afghanistan game and the, the numbers from that it was 201 not off uh 128 balls so this is faster clip um stakes lower stakes and a different format um yeah. but like he was doing that thing again last night where it was like this is a fucking unbelievable this is a joke this is a joke and it makes you think about what's um what, what it could have been, could we have had more? It's only, he's only delivered us three World Cups yeah, uh, and and one of the greatest innings of the former ever, if not the. But um, the, the Afghanistan one is, it, it was so gripping because you knew every ball was going to be an event, but it, like at no point did it look like getting out. There, I mean, there were, okay, there, there, were, yeah. there were literal chances in it, but like, but... Yeah. At the, at plus, the, it was, at, plus it was Forrest Gump polio years. It, yeah. Well, exactly. At the end, it was it was funny. It was actually, it was, mm. it was comedy. Anyway. The way he can, contorts the bat, he like... Bats like flat-footed now, feet barely move, just opens it up and just works his wrist. I mean, the golf swing is unbelievable. It's a, yeah. it's a joke. Mm. But um, and you just knew, that, you know, because of the venues at Adelaide, you're like, oh, okay, people are going to make a connection between his, um, you know, his episode at six and out gig followed by hospital, and uh, and him doing well here. And right. I, did, I noted, you know, one of the uh, one of the headlines was, um, where is it here? Like, uh, Maxwell masterclass atones for Adelaide misadventures. Like as like I just made I was just thinking like it's very harsh like do we there was a there was a lot of moralizing about his health right. uh, and judgment about the you know various decisions he likes to make or sorry various decisions he has made and connections made between cricket he's missed and whatever and I finally like it's just it's just a headline but like the idea of atonement um, just really cold in the sense that it's like. We're just nothing if not transactional as fans. It's like you you do what you like if you deliver runs for me, you know? Yeah. We're not talking – like we will not ask a question about his health anymore. It's like, well, if, if it's 120 or 55 rocks, do what you like. Yeah. That's six and out. I can load him up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's – I just think that when people are asking these questions or making judgments about his health, that particular issue can be very complex with someone. Not that I have any fucking clue about Maxwell. Um, but like it – when it's kind of like there's this sense of forgiveness or atonement because he's made runs, it just goes I, to show I how, him now. yeah, like yeah, how yeah, performative yeah. and superficial all of that judgment and so-called like you know pseudo concern is. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, man, you point, just yeah. fucking you get out in the middle yeah. and you dance, boy, yeah. and whatever else you do, yeah. I don't care. Like, and I will judge you. Like, how does a player feel in that situation? It's like you, you only don't like me because I haven't gone and done the thing, or you're you're concerned about my health because you're. I haven't done the thing that you want me to do, which is entertain you for a bit doing genius stuff. Yeah. But now I've atoned because yeah. I've, I've made a great hundred. I don't know. Like uh, there's it's something a bit off about it to me. Good knock, but. So 
Australia need to one wicket. I mean, they're winning by plenty, uh, and they won the game by what thirty-four runs uh, in the end without bowling the West Indies out. So it wasn't close, but it was in the second last over, or the perhaps even the seventeenth mm. over. It was some, somewhere towards the end. Uh, one wicket in hand. Uh, it was it Shamar Joseph hit the ball to Mitchell Marsh in the ring at cover? Marsh throws the ball to Spencer Johnson, who's at the bowler's end. Johnson um, gets to the ball, takes the bails, uh, and uh, there is it's 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 uh, shown on the screen that Shamar Joseph is well out of his ground, but probably somewhere in the realm of I don't know. We're looking at Azari, 15, Azari Joseph. Uh, Azari Joseph. Yeah. Oh, Shamar Joseph. Playing. Mm-hmm. What am I talking about? Um, Azari Joseph. Um, and uh, he's about sort of twenty centimeters short of his ground. Now. Uh, Jared Bood, who is the uh, standing umpire, uh, then gets into a kerfuffle, I would say, with the Australian players um, because it was not sent up to the TV umpire uh, because, as he said, there was no appeal. Uh, and uh, then, once again, we get this moment where, fuck me, cricket just lets itself down, doesn't it, with these fucking ridiculous, archaic, somewhat comedic rules um, where it's like, yeah, but I can, like, don't like don't pick up the ball in the Under-19 World Cup because you can be out. You get fucking ejected from the game if you out of your crease at the bowler's end. I know I know we're changing our minds on that over the course of time with that. And then this one, just like, yeah, he's out. I can see on the screen, but like no one said anything. But then Tim Davey comes in and said, no, Jared, I did appeal. <sighs> what, what a game, It's good. Eh? It's good. It's, good. West, it's Westminster system stuff. Like the, you can't really complain about this incident without someone who understands the game. Cricket is a game of laws yeah. with glasses over the top of, like it's on the bridge of their nose. Yeah. Well, if there's no appeal, uh, then then <laughs> then the uh, you know the judge or the uh, magistrate or the yeah. uh, arbiter yeah. you know, can I make a decision? Uh, how you know that that is that is fundamental to the game. It's also like <clears throat> he's he's out, bud, isn't he? <laughs> you know yeah. he's out. What yeah. was like it was? I'm sure someone said something in the air. Did you need to say the words? How is that? Just like um, like. My experience of it was that I didn't see the end of the game, so I woke up to it. And I, reading it, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of the best fucking Penguin stories ever. Yeah, this yeah, is going to yeah. be Penguins being Penguins. Penguins saying, the game's yeah, here for and, me. Exactly. And yeah. like, and, and letting you know uh, exactly how the laws work. And when I watched it, I was like, okay, I, I can see why this is a problem. Well, not why it's a problem, but why it was weird because yeah. Spencer Johnson takes the – Stumps and it looks, it appears to me as though Spencer doesn't think it's out, so starts walking back to his mark, right? Yeah. So that's the camera angle you've got. Then you've got players surrounding the umpire going, I appealed, but you couldn't really hear it. And like all sorts of shit may have, may have, may, may have gone on. Um, you know, if Jared Abood like signals to the TV umpire, nobody says anything and, and and we're good to go. And it could be a case of umpiring just for the, uh, the, the principle of what's happened. If um if it happened and no one appealed and then Jared Aboot went for the third umpire, are the West Indians going to be like, but no one appealed? Hopefully. <laughs> um, but like, and then you get, you make correlations or comparisons with like, there are times when batters nick the ball and, you know, no one hears it and yeah, uh, no remember, one appeals. I, I and you're like, oh, a, wasn't that a, you know? I remember a, a Boxing Day test match I was telling you before where like Steve Orr was batting towards the end and Steve mm. Orr was apparently batting with a migraine and it was like the end of Steve Orr where it started to look pretty mm. bad. And I forget who was buying, but it was against England. And uh, he nicks a ball behind. No one appeals. And uh, How do you bat with a migraine. Here and then, you. and then it's um, and then the ball is then just passed back to the bowler. And then it's shown the big screen. You can see a deviation. And then the game sort of stops. And it's like, wow, well, he didn't appeal. Now, apparently, you have until the ball is bowled uh, for the next ball for the the duration. You can appeal from any time from when the incident happens to when the next ball is bowled. Apparently. So I don't know, mate. I, I w- want to say that, things he? about it. Like, 
Jared Abood is going to be right in a court of law, and that's all that matters yeah. when this goes to court, and yeah. I hope it does. Yes. But um, the other – like, the, the drama of it, the narrative is so good for cricketers because, firstly, like, like the, the sense of righteousness from both parties who are poles apart just still couldn't be higher. Mm. Like, Jared Abood – I am on the right side of the law. I'm the arbiter of the law. For the players... I'm a penguin. This guy's a penguin who wears a helmet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Firstly, you're wearing a helmet. Yeah. For very good reason. Jared, Jared, Jared Abood is on the right side of that too. Vis-a-vis protection of the old cranium. Yeah. Right? But it looks different. But he's wearing a helmet. Yeah. He's a penguin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> has anyone considered... <laughs> the umpire's perspective here, because players have long suspected that umpires abs- like would probably like think about the Shangri La for an umpire. That's mm. what umpires might say. Mm. We just want a good game and the players enjoy themselves mm. and blah blah blah. And I'm, I'm able to use common sense when, when you know when I want. But let's be fucking real about it. Like umpires being able to pick up on a uh, like a, a basic um, what's the word like like somebody not applying the laws correctly and being able to tell everybody on live tv like yeah. that's that is the greatest orgasm an umpire can have like well, that, can you imagine the fucking erection yeah. jared aboot had in that moment mm. helmet on mm. penguin deluxe mm. four or five aussies surrounding him saying i appeal and like and jared just knowing fucking what at law 37.1 or whatever the fuck it is this time just going like Sorry, guys. And this is starting to look bad. Same guy, by the way, who was fined um, for <laughs> complaining about his son yeah, and a run-out decision and had to do 20 hours community service. <laughs> I don't know if he was... Now, we've met Jared, lovely guy, et cetera, cricket, well, et cetera. Fundamentally, when you boil it right down, though, it don't what umpires really want. What they mm, really want... Tell me what they want. ...is for a professional player to know their name. Yeah, oh, exactly. That's what they really Mate. want. Always the way. In Hi, gra- Pat. In, in oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's, hang on. Let's go, go to the umpire's room. Have a glass of milk and clean myself up. <laughs> what an umpire really wants oh. is to be asked by one of the teams, probably the team that's won the game, yeah. to come into the dressing room yep. for a glass of milk. Mate, like the amount of peacocking and- Cow's milk. Yeah, of course. Full cream. <laughs> is this a full cream stuff? But, yeah, do you remember, like- I remember being in a lot of change rooms where, you know, you'd get the, like, like anytime I, like, hear Soggy three, Sayo. three, pardon? Soggy Sayo. Yeah. Are we talking about something else? Um, so, now, Soggy Sayo, if we're going to, let's go there. That's that's a game, isn't it, where two people um, compete to ejaculate onto a cracker. Yeah. And then whoever's last. Yep. Actually, as I get older, I realise it's probably better, but whoever's last has to eat the now- yeah, the, the now um, saturated saturated cracker, cracker that has ejaculate on it. That's right. So what's that got to do with the umpires? Why'd you say that? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about an umpire entering the room, and you started. You looked into <laughs> distance and started saying "soggy sayo." The that we have to eat the ejaculate on a cracker. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> I'll, I'll allow it. That's um, how many umpires meet. <laughs> no, just um, you, you know, it like it's a nice glass of milk, a tall just, glass of no, milk. No, well, no, like people who. No, that's another thing. We can go like you know, <laughs> the Secret Life of Umpires. It's the uh, spin-off series, The Secret Life of Us. One of the characters. <laughs> not many people saw it, but like, we'll get to that in a second. But you know, like before the day's play, and like you know, you get the. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. and like it's like, like yeah. the fucking it's the police. Sub, the, yeah. <laughs> the 
<laughs> Someone starts running into the court, runs out of the room, fucking bursts out of the window. No, the umpire comes in and um, on our way, boys. And you know the mm. captain at that point has to name them by first name. Mm. Thanks, Richard. Thanks, Rich. Yeah. Or like you know, if, like we had Rod Tucker coming through. Won't go to that story, but like you know, thanks, Tuck. You know, if you can get a fucking nickname yeah, going yeah, for yeah. a nickname level, yeah. you're getting at least two LBWs. Unless yeah. if you scream in an old man's face, unless yeah. they're a state player. There's a, there's a lot going on in that situation. Yeah. Of course, you were referring before to what happens after play where umpires uh, complete the game and mm. they do the captain's meeting and mm. then afterwards they strip down to underwear yeah. and socks yeah. and have a gl- tall glass, a tall pint of <laughs> cold <laughs> full cream cow's milk in their cheers. <laughs> they clink, clink glasses, cross arms and drink, and drink a full pint oh. of milk. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, is this? Oh, no. Oh, no. He's gone. The secret life of umpire. Jared might. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. I, I, it's people. Jared takes his helmet off it for that. He doesn't keep it on. He used to have a straw, though, to go through the grill. <laughs> and you mean it being white fronts? <laughs> Nothing but white fronts. <laughs> and then they retire to the tubs. No, I like. Uh, uh, firstly, just to, to clarify, respect for umpires, uh, irrespective of what was just said there. But like respect for umpires, it's just more what was good about what happened last night. Yeah, it was. This Australian team has been very well behaved for a long time and yeah. they're not going to ever get credit overseas for that. And fair enough, that's, you know, that it's like we've, we've been well behaved for like two seconds compared yeah, 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 to the rest yeah, of the yeah. history. Yeah. So I get it. Then a couple but, of decades. But there was a bit, there was a, there was a slight, they, they weren't close enough to call it surrounding the umpire and Jared warned them and said this is starting to get into like um, ugly territory or whatever word yeah. he used there. Yeah. But it was, it's just, look, for, you know, for an old dog, like mm. me, mm. Uh, it was just nice to get a little flicker of like, you know, the, the current team just having a little bit about him, you know, like you could hear, I don't know if it was Tim David, uh, don't mean to attribute to him, but someone, someone said, this is a joke, Jared. And you're like, yes, you know, a little bit of grade cricket seeping in. It helped that they were winning the game comfortably. Um, mm. it, had it been a close game, the game might not have resumed. Mm. See, I wonder if like in that, how many times do you see players – not necessarily appeal, but just start saying, yeah, yeah just celebrating. Yeah. Yeah, so, so is that, what, is that what an, is appeal? an appeal? Yeah, what, what, is an appeal? what is an appeal? That, that, so that, that's my point. That's, mm. Didn't at some what point- if he was appeal, What if people were appealing internally? When Spencer Johnson took the bail, someone mm. someone on the ground has said, mm. yeah, someone has said that. Or even fans. Mm. It's just a weird thing that the first thing he did was like to look around to see if anyone was appealing. Like he was looking for it. Yeah. That's penguin stuff. That's penguin stuff. Yeah. And, and fair play, but it is also penguin stuff. Like if we're- are we being real about this? We could get in trouble for disrespect to umpires, but it is like that's that's pure penguin. Yeah, it's pure penguin. Pure penguin stuff. Totally but, but respect. Sounds like a cologne. <laughs> um, can I just say a few more things about the white ball series? Because because uh, yeah. Uh, okay, because last week we didn't cover this. Um, I don't know if you're going to go here, but the, just to finish off the ODI series, a couple of things happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so when we recorded it. The game was that day. Yeah, Canberra game. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, 
So, um, yeah, like Australia win that game in six overs. Yes. A uh, couple of things to point out. We got to see bareback Morris bowl a bit. I know he bowled in the first game as well. He was two for spit and then he did a side or something. Yes. Um, Marina Hyde. And, uh, but there was a moment where he uh, clean bowled Teddy Bishop mm-hmm. and the commentators and everyone around were starting to coo <laughs> yeah. over him. And, yeah. like, and uh, yeah. there was a close-up shot of those wonderful green eyes of Lance Morris. Yes. And, uh, and most of the and like, uh, most of the prediction was that he was just talking about what a great ball it was. And if you really look closely and go back, if, mm-hmm. if you're this way inclined, mm-hmm. um, and there is support for the NDIS on this, but um, he says that was a half volley. Yeah. And Again, got, more grade cricket stuff. He has a very inquisitive look as, yeah. as uh, who's keeping English to be keeping. Yeah. And he runs down the wicket, English be the first one there, and he's got this weird look on his face like, uh, yeah. what just happened? He yeah. goes, and then he goes, that was a half volley. Yeah. Which, which I like. very good. Uh, now, Jake Fraser McGurk. Yep. Um, what I liked about this. Hit fought, 41 off 18. 41 off 18. English, by the way, was 35 off 16. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. Uh, I just what I like about it, like our experience was that there's three of us, Charlie as well, and we we watched it because we wanted to watch him and see what he yeah. would do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I left when he got out. Yeah. It like uh he's trying to hit every single ball for six. Yes. Every single one. Yep. It's very, very novel. It's very novel to watch. Also Azari Joseph is legit buying nearly mm. one fifty. Um now people have heard us talk about this before. Um we're, we're part of uh, Cricket et al, a uh, cricket blog. Gideon Hague's written a piece this morning mm-hmm. uh, about uh, the Warner effect and Jake Fraser McGurk. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to paraphrase, and it really is none of his words, but he basically says, like, there's a lot of blokes saying that we should get Fraser McGurk into every single format, yeah. including Ricky yeah. Ponting. Yeah. And um, Gideon, you know, politely makes the point that, like, basically no one has succeeded at all three formats. Maybe Warner close, but even his – he makes a point that he averaged 31 in his last 28 tests and hit 200s. Um, Smith hasn't done it in all three formats. S- not even Saywag was a good T20 player, mm-hmm. Gideon was saying. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, he <laughs> said Saywag's best format was test cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that Jake Fraser McGurk averages 20 across everything. But still, like, watching him, is ex- it's extremely novel and it's like raw – it's like it's like early band energy, you know, and like you know later on they're going to be finesse, they're going to be rounded, they're going to mm-hmm. like have all the kinks and the um, the like the 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 rawness taken out of their game. Mm-hmm. But right now it's just like it's just sex and drugs and energy yeah. and just the fucking rawest unbridled talent. Yeah, and it's very fun to watch. Yeah, and you're yeah, gonna look yeah. back and go, "Fuck, I love the early Fraser McGurk stuff." Do you remember when he tried to literally hit every ball for six? It's it's it is fun to watch. Warner hasn't been the player. Um, that he first came onto the scene of, well, especially, especially with that innings against South Africa at the MCG, that first breakout innings, the T20 game. And then for like probably seven or eight years, he was just electric up the top. Mm. He, has, he hasn't been that player for five years probably. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the 2019 World Cup in England, mm. he hit four or five hundreds in that tournament, yeah. one run behind Rohit Sharma for leading run scorer. Mm. But that was actualized. He, he, was, he, was, he was criticized for batting too slowly. Yeah. And, and, he, so, and his strike rate has dipped significantly mm. in test cricket as well. They like still think he's one of the all-time great players mm. for Australia. But like um yeah, that that rawness that we're seeing with Fraser McGurk where it's just electricity where it's um probably even early Maxwell as well. I mean Maxwell's sort of more actualized and just doing amazing things. Mm. But uh I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like but I mean I wouldn't have watched 
or given a shit about that game at all. But Fraser McGurk was playing and it was like, mm. I'm watching this. Mm. And it was so, and you know, and he fucking smoked several sixes and it was exciting and also funny at the same time. Like there, there, there's a purity to imagining what it could be, you know, what it yeah, might course, yeah. what it might chisel into. Let's watch what it is now. Yeah. It's fucking, it's loose and extremely mm. like, um, I don't know. It's 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 visceral to watch someone try to hit every single ball for six mm-hmm. or four. Like, but it's like a, a like Gideon makes his point in the piece about like it's what uh, that you know it seems today cricketers are bought and sold and invested in more on what their ceiling could be rather than what they actually do. Like more than what it, yeah more of what it could be than what it is. Yeah, uh, right, right, right. And uh, you definitely read it, cricketertower.substack.com. But um, he, Fraser McGurk is going to annoy the absolute shit out of so, so, so many people, uh, which is kind of funny. And it's going to be great. Um, but, yeah, we also – like this is, this is TikTok, you know. You've yeah. got to provoke. You've got to feel straight away. Um, that's what Fraser McGurk is. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Otherwise, you're dead. Shamar Joseph was not playing this game because he's been injured, but he was actually picked up by the Dubai Capitals, Peza, in the IL-20. Now, he didn't play because of the broken toe or the fractured toe that he had from Stark in the in the uh, the Gabba Test match, but he has been picked up by LSG, the Lucknow Super Giants. Lucky he's yeah. going to replace uh, Mark Wood, who's pulled out of the IPL because of Test and T20 World Cup commitments. So Shamar Joseph has played two T20 games uh, and zero wickets. IPL deal, three crore. Uh, I believe it was um, interesting. Another probably another one of like, what could the ceiling be? What could it be? Yeah. Mm. Sometimes, sometimes. I mean, Warner was the same as this. Like, you just you, you give him a shot in international level with like the lower, mm. um, like the the numbers at the lower level aren't particularly interesting. But then you see it, yeah, and class. you and you see it in like a in a higher level, and it's like, now nah, this this is definitely good enough. Yeah. So you get it into the system, and it's like, I mean, he, like the kind of shots that Fraser McGurk was playing. Just to go back to him. Oh no. Shamar Joseph, same thing. Like that, that performance, it doesn't matter what his record is below mm. or that he hasn't had much experience. Mm. You see it and you're like, that's, that's most mm. definitely international standard. If it standard. can do that, what else can it do? Exactly. Uh, I just, can I make a point? Like this this is some uh, nonce stuff here and it's half-formed thought. But okay. like what if just with all of the uh, existential questions about the game, um, what if like going into this this white ball series against the West Indies – this had like for the men's, it had been a multi-format series, and you know both teams enter into the white ball series at four four. Yeah, you know, a lot of these games have been like exhibition games, and no one's been there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just people don't. I don't know. Like I'm sure there's, there's always a thousand good reasons why an idea shouldn't work in cricket because it's not the way that it's done or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. The women do it like this, but like. Um, I just wondered, like, Australia's still bossing at Deluxe, uh, but if the Test Series was at 4-4 or whatever, and then you go into the ODIs, which Australia would – if you use the women's point-scoring system, two points, it would have been 6-0 yeah. uh, or whatever. But, yep. like, you know, it may have been alive and had some context a little bit longer. Bit more I just, jeopardy. I just yeah. wonder if, like, mm. if if teams – you know, that's a way of incentivising international cricket for people as well. So it's like, well, when you're a T20 player and you go and play in a, in a big series and it's multi-format, mm. um, you know – there's just it's just a little bit more jeopardy, a little bit more yeah. riding on it. You know, it's, I'm sure there's fucking reasons. You know, things that it fucks up as well. But yeah, I like instinctively, it sounds like a good idea. I just think about, um, you know, of course, like like the expectation heading into this summer was that Australia was not going to lose a session, mm. and it, because it hasn't worked out that way, and we and we could have had even better summer mm. of interesting games. Then yeah, you think about like, oh, how, how would you um, heighten that sensation for fans or even just teams being interested in it itself? It's just um, more that like, um, sorry that. You know, we, we lament that there are three teams that can resource themselves for test cricket. And like one way you could mm-hmm. bring back the, um, you know, some context into it. And again, it's, it's a half-formed thought. But like the West Indies, who, by the way, have actually been 
humped to oblivion in the white ball series by Australia when white ball cricket is what they seem to play well and I think, players I think, want to play. I think they'll be, they'll be super competitive in the World Cup. But I'm just saying, like, Australia versus West Indies as a multi-format series becomes uh-huh. a little bit more competitive if you've, you've got to actually be good across three different formats. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Like, kind of like a medley. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, just yeah. just like that, it's a it's a lateral thinking way of mm. na- of, of basically bringing the field back together because yeah. there are some countries who are investing more and more in white ball cricket and could actually do some damage, just as the England women's team did to Australia in the Ashes. You know, yeah. when they won a whole host of games yeah. towards the back end and it ended up being even. Right. Uh, so I, right. I don't know. Like I don't really not really one for like, oh, all you have to do to fix international cricket is yeah. this. Because I'm sure there's one a weird l- trick. Yeah, exactly. There's a litany of issues I'm sure it raises. But like West Indies would immediately become a more compelling uh, proposition as a touring team uh. if it wasn't just down to like how good are you at test cricket because so many of these countries can't afford it and don't want to put any money into it. Yeah. Okay. Ricky, Pony's in, uh, Ricky Ponting's going to coach Washington in Major League Cricket. Major League Cricket starts 25 minutes after the World Cup final. Uh, which starts 35 minutes before the end of the IPL. So, um, you mm. know, a bit going on. But, uh, but yeah, so so Washington is the fran- – Washington Freedom no. is the franchise that we're calling them, team club, um, that uh, is uh, – the high performance is backed by Cricket South Wales. Mm. That's the – and then Seattle's the Victorian cricket one. Is that right? No, uh, no, no they're Seattle's San Francisco. San Fran. San Fran, that's right, that's right. Anyway, so Greg Shippard was the coach at Major League Cricket. People would know him from New South Wales. Washington. Cricket. Yeah. Sorry, Washington. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was coaching uh, in the inaugural season of Major League Cricket. Uh, but Ponting's going to replace him. So it's a, it's a big coup for Major League Cricket. Don't think it's necessarily like the biggest pickup of Major League Cricket. The, the teams have been fantastic. Like, uh, uh, well, I mean, he's not sorry, coaching Big year. Bash, is he? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. So, you know. I think there's a lot of cricketers who Shot like in the arm for MLC. Um, he mentioned in his press conference that the big news line that came out of it was, um, you know, his agreement or encouragement of those countries saying that uh, they're only allowed, the players should only be allowed to play in a certain number of tournaments uh, as a way of protecting international cricket. So, like, it was a pretty, I, I think it's a pretty amusing picture, like Ponting standing there in Washington Freedom kit yep. saying that there shouldn't be too many of these tournaments. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, he's he's a great guy, punter, but like I don't understand who's like who's meant to inf- who enforces that. You just like that'd just be restraint of trade, wouldn't it? So it's like like who's who's meant to say like like so is that cricket Australia saying to Cam Green like you, you pick three tournaments? Like again, it's just private money. That money will just go like uh, that the money the, will just kill the IPL owners own several different yeah. leagues and teams. Sorry, teams in different leagues across the world. So. It's just funny saying that in like them. like the probably the most recent high profile competition to come in going like well I, I don't think players should play that many like how does Washington Freedom feel about that? It's like uh, nah, nah, I can't pretty keen yeah for them to play yeah. but anyway yeah like he he's obviously he's a uh, international cricket guy Ricky Ponting but there is this attitude I think out there in cricket that like you know we've got to get these private um, franchises to, mar- to march to the beat of international cricket's drum and it's like mm, uh, I I'm sorry unless mm. there's collective will. There's um, it's the other way around. Like, how does international career fit in with it? You know, with the, I haven't thought about this, but I'll just say it publicly. Mm. Uh, no one, no one watches this anyway. Um, <clears throat> you know, with the Super League idea in for football in the UK mm. uh, or, or European, wonderful football, idea. <clears throat> it was the will of the fans, basically, mm. that prevented, like, that made that made the owners of Liverpool, United, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, 
to say like, fuck this, this is a bad idea. We're not getting behind this. And then they obviously backed out of it. Now, I, I think that'll be the end of it, actually. I don't think they'll come back. None, nah, neither. Um, that's all, that dead and buried. Yeah, it's just a sad chapter closed. In, indeed. <laughs> that's right. So, you know, I don't think, I don't feel like sport, sorry, I don't feel like fans of the, of cricket, of the sport, um, have the same relationship to the game. Perhaps they do yeah. in, in, in Asia especially, but, um, but, uh, or, or like the, there's a there's a unison there with the um, boards of international crickets to all come together and be like, you know what? No, this is actually wrong. It's like I was reading a piece from uh, Fudos Mundar actually this morning about the SA20. It's been booming this year. Apparently 36% increase in um, viewership from last year. Uh, most fans are over the age of 50 going to the games as well. Oh, anyway, really? Anyway, yeah, yeah, it was okay. fascinating. Yeah, so like anyway, it's been going good. And obviously like they're playing this series in um, – New Zealand and it hasn't been, and that first test didn't go so well. But like, but so different countries need T Twenty cricket. <laughs> so like, mm. how are you going to tell the West Indies to be like, nah, play more tests? Be like, why? It doesn't work for us. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, so you, you, don't, you don't have the money. unity. You don't have the unity with different boards across the world. So how are you yeah. going to talk to each other and be like, yeah, let's all come together because mm. three of them have fucked it. Mm. Anyway, Washington Freedom will go in uh, to that that tournament. Um, yeah, well, they finished third last year, so um, oh, okay. yeah, so they they want they want to go one better. They want to go one better. <laughs> the Australian test, better. Australian test squad for New Zealand. Yeah, everyone knows the team and the eleven that's going to play. Mm. But here's some other names: mm. Nisa mixing in. drinks, Nisa Boland, Renshaw. <clears throat> Those are the other three in the uh, fourteen man squad. No Lance Morris, side, uh, and uh, Richardson. Jai Richardson, obviously, um, still injured from uh, what he did in the Big Bash. So. Um, so they'd be the only ones that would be in the rounds or at all. This is a, one spare batter. Uh, just like sort of going back to the ODI, but to the to the T Twenty series and into this, like hard, hard to look at Spencer Johnson, hard to look at it, oof. and and not make the sound you've just made oof. without me even prompting it. Like it's just a very oof, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it looks, it just, it looks very international cricket, doesn't it? It does. Uh, now that and is, like, that is a race. Get this guy a fucking salt. Mate, it is. It's. A, I, w- I want to stand next to him. Yeah. And, get him a salt lick and put a bale of hay next to him, and I just want to stroke mm. him and say, "Good boy, mm. good boy." <laughs> is that objectifying a person? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it too. Yeah. But it's hard not to to have a look and at just, him. And just, look and just at just go, him. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, it's it's. G'day, Spence. <laughs> I'm nearly 40. Um, <laughs> I did note. So, so anyway, I just say Spencer. Uh, he, he's got like, you know, yeah. he's, he, he looked good. He looked good the other night. But, uh, and, and it, it, it's, to me, it, look, it looks more test cricket than the white ball. Uh, so he's not a man of tricks with the ball necessarily, but uh, he's the, the wheels and the rhythm and the lengths. Even how he said last night, it, it's a test match length, isn't it? And you're like, oh, oh go off out. And then he's not just talking about his bowling. No, he's not. <laughs> Mate, you've got test match length there. <laughs> uh, so the uh, niece is obviously back in the squad. That's 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 the that's the headline of the fourteen man squad. Now well, the headline actually, well, this is from the Age. Sorry, Queensland seamer Michael Nisa has beaten off Australia's Generation Next Quicks for the Test tour of New Zealand. What I wouldn't give, indeed. So uh, test you know, match lengths. You know, this is the thing. Is like, oh, I'd love to see Boland again. Oh, Renshaw, is that something to look at? Maybe, maybe some runs there. Nisa, like, fully deserving. I want another great summer of domestic cricket for Michael Nisa, who's just a ter- probably an amazing bloke. And Possibly an, an all-rounder. Cricket. His runs for Queensland is 
I'm not sure where he is in the runs, but he'd probably be up there. <laughs> um, just not going to play. Like, like, who do you drop? Who, who, who are you dropping? Who are you dropping from the test side to get Nisa in? It's just one of these things like when the, when the team's good and they've won fucking nearly everything, there are going to be really good players that can't get in. And I, like, I, I, would, I would like to see Nisa in the, in the side because like, just for something new. What does that look like? Runs? Fielding? Bowling? That's good. But like... You're dropping a better player than him. Oh, and make no mistake. Like in two or three years, when this team all goes at once and we become shit again, there'll be out, there'll be outrage. Like there'll be uproar. So let's look at it eyes wide open now. We're definitely borrowing against the future right now. But they've earned it. They're six foot five, Space Jam, lot of wickets, hitting lengths, nipping it away, pace, lead. You know. How old is Nisa? I want to say early thirties. Me too. I'm going to say thirty-two. Okay. Yeah. Thirty-three. <clears throat> okay. So he'll be 34 in March. Great cricketer. Great cricketer. Um, yeah. I st- I'm happy if he gets a gig though. Like you, have, you said in the office the other day. I hope you don't mind me saying. You said I'm ready for. You said I'm ready for Nisa. Yeah. 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 Is that okay? It is. Yeah. But it's just like I. I prefer. Like, so he's an all rounder. So I'm going to prefer to see Green and Marsh play because I just think they're better. But mm. Nisa, Nisa would play. I'd like to see a Qantas sponsor on see, Nisa's top. That's that's one of the best in things. New Zealand? The Australian team playing away from home. I love the Qantas red on the on the test jersey. It looks oh, nice. It's neat. It's simple. It it you know it, it makes me it yeah. warms the cockles of the heart. Yeah, make me think about home. Can I say something about like touring New Zealand as well? And this Go on is then. very niche and okay. possibly wrong, uh, especially as a red green colorblind man. Yeah, but uh, like a red Qantas uh, on the playing top against New Zealand in test match cricket, which starts earlier in Australia. So you're looking at a, like a 9 a.m. Yep. first ball because yep. it's 11 in New Zealand, yes. one of the rare countries ahead of us time-wise. Yes. right, right, right. Uh, that, that's, that's an aesthetic. At that time of day, watching a bit of test cricket, like, like eight years ago, I, I can't remember what I was doing, but like I was able to watch a bit of stuff during the day. Yep. And that's, I'm just saying it's nice. And if that's Michael Nisa with a red Qantas coming into bowl, sort of hit, hitting nagging lengths, challenging the off stump, Hair flopping about a little yeah. bit, a beard. Um, yep, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, that's me. He's not going to play, but I'd like to see. Yeah, it. yeah, just saying. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of the build ups already started for the test tour of New Zealand. Well, I, they, I noticed they, they sold the they sold the first test out in eight minutes. Mm. Second day of the second test is sold out as well. Dress up day at uh, Hagley Oval. Okay, there in Christchurch. Okay, okay. But uh, and and there wouldn't be many tickets left for the other day, so that's, that's a Saturday. But uh, I noticed Malcolm Con today in uh, City Morning Herald saying, you know. Um, is basically you know talking up the the Wagnerian um, issue that Steve Smith's going to have opening the batting. They're, they're, they're keeping Neil Wagner on ice, uh, okay. not playing against South Africa, not playing in the T20s. South Africa expected him to play, and they're just keeping Wagner on ice for. Oh, I see. They think Smith. Okay. Um, just saying a bit of build up there. Dar- they're holding Daryl Mitchell back as well. They're, I would like, imagine this is going to be big for New Zealand. New Zealand would want to win this series more than any other. Would I be right in saying that now? This is this is the the problem now. Like I don't think I've ever met someone that doesn't love New Zealanders in Australia. Yet let's hold. Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to pull punches too early on this. You know what I mean? Because it's gonna like. I, I think this could be a big series. I, I think this could. This could. I think it's gonna it's, be great. It's, it's gonna sneak up on Australia. This, which is just it speaks to the character dynamics of Australia and New Zealand. The expectation is gonna be that Australia win two 0 and I just don't. New Zealand's good. Kane Williamson, you know, he's just made his 31st test ton. Right. A quicker clip than Smith. Same, same as Smith, apparently. Oh, is it? Five less than Sachin. Yeah. Fewer innings? Fewer. Uh, no, I think it's 170 each. Oh, really? Yeah, I think, I think so. Okay. I think so. 
Yeah, so he's good. He can play. South Africa threes. Oh, at, at best. best. Uh, but yeah, no, I, like New Zealand. New Zealand looms, and it's going to be good. There's there's a there's a bit to uh, there's going to be a bit to unpack. You know, it was our great pleasure. Uh, to have Broden and Kelly in the studio, obviously uh, one of the three of the great comedy trio, Auntie Donna, amongst other things. He's done uh, acting work and even uh, his new podcast, The Footy with Broden Kelly. Uh, and it was a well great- worth a listen. It was great to have him in the studio. And you know what? Here he is right now. This will be the X's and O's cricket chat. Love it. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. Yeah, under 19 World yeah, Cup yeah, happened yeah. overnight. I, I actually yeah. did hear about it because okay. I listened to SCN on the way in. And someone's grandmother was called in SEN saying that their son, grandson, was 43 not out of 46 balls or something like that and was fantastic. But they beat India. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm glad it was India. I, I was. I just guessed India. So. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Do you, do you want to go into a soft open here? Because I want to ask Broden about- um, Happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was, um, I was on your Instagram this morning and uh, you've called- AFL trade radio in 2020 and you want to ask like you ask the boys like you know yeah you know could could north package up a couple of trades have, yeah. f- first of all with that second of all have you heard any rumblings outside of the club um <laughs> if, if anyone's going to be watching auntie donna's netflix special yeah. <laughs> we were it was 2020 i was in covid not allowed to leave the house and uh, we made a show in the u.s for netflix like with ed helms of the hangover and the office yeah, fan, like a yeah. global show yeah and um, we were stuck in like our Melbourne houses promoting it. And I'd been doing press all around the world. But whilst I was doing like interviews with American, you know, TV and British publications, I was had trade radio on, <laughs> NAB trade radio all day. Um, like, so I had one ear listening to, oh, where's, uh, where's Ben Brown from North going to go? And, um, and then my brother's like, you should just call in and try and promote the show. I was like, it's a good point. Yeah. And so I rang in and yeah, and, and, and it was, the, it was Damien Barrett, who is just like the AFL uh, uh, journalist. And then a, a bunch of just like list managers who know, and then it was all 55 year olds. And I think they, <laughs> they were full straight bat like, yeah. yeah, well, I don't know about that, but yes, I think, um, I think North will uh, get some picks back. It, it was, uh, but then that was the most, uh, I think that was the start of me talking about football. Yeah. But um, yes, I, I, yeah, it was a, it was a, I should, they, they have actually barred my number on SEN now. Really? So like they know it's me when I'm calling now. Uh-huh. So if I call in like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that nexus between mm. like talk back radio and then, you know, being in one of the like best comedy <laughs> outfits in Australia covering like a whole bunch of different subject matter. Yeah. Like that that's that's a that's a narrow kind of nexus, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? We we to a we're to a to a fault. We made the show in America and it was this huge show, but we made a point of making it the most Melbourne centric yeah. show ever. So there's references to places like um Car City Ringwood. <laughs> in the show and yeah. there's a character in the show that I um I just named Gary Lyon yeah. and the way like the Netflix executives get, like, had heaps of notes but I think they went along with a lot of it because they thought it was just fictional absurdism they're like oh Car City Ringwood's just a, a something you've made up I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's just a joke yeah. no <laughs> or, or we'd say like in Australia that will kill but yeah. the truth is no one here knows about any of that shit either yeah. but um yeah. and Gary Lyon never saw it or cared so there was no point yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. With the um, with your current podcast, the Footy, mm. Broden Kelly, um, how do you find comedy in AFL? Because like Pez and I have talked for a long time and say like, 
it's so serious. Like oh, footy is Lord, so yeah. serious, yeah. earnest, it's, and solemn. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think football fans, well, I think more so cricket fans seem to be a a, a more thoughtful group, or at least cricket seems to. Uh, attract more interesting people. Like for we have pretty straight bat journalists. Comedy in AFL is usually just the same footage from like 1994 shown over and over yeah, again. Yeah, like yeah. Well, I remember when yeah. Stephen Silvani did this. And but you have personalities like Gideon Haig, mm. who is the most like even not deliberately the funniest man on earth. <laughs> just this beautiful <laughs> verbose person. Yeah. And then um like Jared Whiteley and and the like, you know, cricket English cricket is such a funny, interesting world. But AFL is um yeah, it's I think it's more primal, it's more immediate, it's happened mm. it's over in three hours, it's more it's it's uh it's less thoughtful as a whole. So I, I started the pod because I was like it's it's everything's quite aggressive and and AFL media has learned that if you're negative or you talk about the big clubs then there's going to be a lot of engagement and I've learned that recently as well if you talk about Collingwood you're going to get numbers yeah. mm. but like there's a lot of people who just like footy or they like cricket and it's not their number one thing it's their second or third thing but they like to hear it but they don't like to take it seriously and they're happy to leave yeah. it at the door and yeah so that yeah and, and and we found that that's the case people are really engaging with it and it's really i'm i i decided i don't know if you guys do this but i've decided i decided to talk about footy through the whole off season of afl mm. and that i'm um, that really was really hard because there's nothing to talk about, mm. and you start having to find a way to ge- how do I generate conversation every week? And mm. but no, we're we're coming up to actually being able to talk about it again. Yeah, it's funny because like with cricket, it feels like cricket's pastime in Australia, you know, and it's linked to like our summer holidays, like yeah. breaks from school, and of course celebrating Christianity yeah. um, <laughs> and the uh, you know the uh, Lunar New Year's. Yes, um, and it's but like cricket's it's hard because like a, te- a test match might start on a Thursday. And it's like when does that finish? Well, it depends how the game's going. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard Right. You don't have a routine, whereas footy, it's like it's well, it's now on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's Sunday. appointment viewing. It's appointment you viewing. Yeah. It. But it's also like it's it's linked with families. Like you never change you change clubs outside yeah. of your family, so it's linked yeah. to um like who you who you are and where you're from, kind of thing. Mm. Whereas Australia cricket, it's like oh, you're walking in and out of rooms and you sort of keep an eye on it. And, yeah, uh, you, you like some players. It's 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 fundamentally like core different. But I I worked at the MCG from when I was 18 mm-hmm. in the Melbourne Cricket Club. And, uh, man, I got a story. That's where I know most of my cricket stuff. So mm-hmm. my granddad worked there for 50 years, worked on the long room doors, and then I worked there when I was 18. So I was telling, like, six-year-old pissheads, like, oh, my water's in between them. <laughs> and, um, a few octaves lower yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's where I got my low down. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. Oh, right. Edith, yeah. It's a great get, voice, by get the way. Get off yeah. the glass, mate. The old mates want to watch the over. <laughs> but um, for the You're first- 18. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, uh, that's where I first saw the Marley Bone ties, like all these guys mm, coming yeah. in, just flashing them around, like, look Eating how good I am. Yeah. Look at this. Like, I flew down for this. I'm so good. The apps, the yeah. weirdest sports fans in the world, yeah, by man. the mm-hmm, way, mm-hmm. Um, is the ones who come and watch five days of cricket yeah, and get yeah. there at 9am and leave. There's yeah. a, there was like, yeah, some characters. But for the first few years, I wasn't a massive cricket fan. Like, I hadn't ever really gotten into it. But my job for the Boxing Day test every year was to stand on the front of the long room doors and just watch cricket. That was my job. And if anyone came up looking for their seat, go, oh, there it is. And so I learned by about day three of the first year, I have to force myself (laughs) to like this sport or I'm going to actually do my nut. It was 14-hour days. And so, like, I think the first year was maybe – do you remember when South Africa won here? 
yeah, mm-hmm. in 2008 yeah. or 9. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first test that I okay. did. And I remember everyone, I, all I would ask people as they walked past was, do you reckon this will go for four days? Or do you reckon, <laughs> and then we go, oh, hopefully it goes for five. And I'm like, no, hopefully it goes for two. Like, I remember like, and actively wanting like Australian wickets to fall so we'd move quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I rem- and then I don't even know how it happened just by it's soaking in. Like I do, like how when you're a young person, you don't like wine, and then you get older and you mm. like wine. Mm. All of a sudden, I started to see it. I started the matrix kind yeah, of yeah, right. the language started to become clear, and I and I there was I remember like watching cricket matches like a year later and really really loving it. And then yeah. when I stopped working, at going to games and really really appreciating it. Yeah, there was people as well. Footy fans are a certain type of thing, but then the breed who come in for the for the cr- cricket season are just so different there's a lot of what i remember was a lot of like men by themselves with nice sandwiches they'd packed um and sandals a lot more sandals yeah. uh, backpacks yeah. and then the in ears and it just you could just oh, see yeah 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 you know how you see someone and you just see they're in pure bliss yeah mm. you don't get that at the footy just someone who is like in true happy like and and i think if the breeze is going there and it's a nice you know, high twenties degrees and it's a nice game. It really is a, one of the nicest places, one of the most Zen places to be in Melbourne, mm. I think during mm. the cricket. Mm. Mm. That's amazing. Like, um, you know, f- firstly, if you are just tuning in, Broden Kelly from Auntie Donna and the footy yeah. uh, podcast, a prolific man, you know, you're, you're across a couple of, and, and also a, a regular caller into SEM. Yeah. That's my, that's well. my number one yeah. passion. Yeah. Yeah. One, the other that's things. where I recognize you from. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the great comedy outfits in Australia <laughs> at the moment, um, I was listening to a, a, like an, old pot of yours building up to this and uh you guys are talking about you were talking about how like as you guys are coming through the ranks with auntie donna you were going to like edinburgh fringe festival like we're talking like 2012 2013 playing yeah. to like three people yeah. and all that sort of shit you guys are now like um you know world round. you just come back from a world tour yeah right i'm just wondering i'm thinking what are the what are the crossovers here with grade cricket and it'd have to be like coming through the ranks <laughs> you were fucking nothing and now you're something like do heaps of people want to riff with you all the time you just get you just get people coming going, oh, yeah, i'm fucking broden kelly now oh 100 yeah, yeah, yeah no i think usually when people meet me because i've i do heightened comedy yeah like we do character we went to acting school i'm a I'm a full actor. Yeah, like I you, you like you like balance the stage Shakespeare yeah. shit. When I when mm. I left uni, all I wanted to be was a Shakespeare actor and do yeah. Richard the Third and Macbeth. Mm. I was like, that's what I'm going to do, and I'm never going to do screen acting. Like I was, yeah, delusional. That. And um, and then we walked out, and no one would hire us. And so we're like, fuck, what do we do? And then we're like, there's this comedy festival in Melbourne. Maybe we put on, we write a comedy play mm. and put that on, and maybe people will come see it. And we'd done I, in the year previous to that. I'd done a play by Harold Pinter called "The Dumb Waiter," which was a subtle conversation about relationships and and uh, no, I couldn't convince my parents to come, let alone anyone else. And then when we did Comedy Festival, people wanted to come, and then we learnt to write comedy. And the first year we did it, we got nominated for an award. So when you're like 22 years old and no one has ever given you validation or mm. said that you're oh, any man. good, we're like. Well, let's just keep doing this until mm, something yeah. cracks. So we we kept doing it. it. Became our job like six years in. But the the main point was we were like there was clearly an audience hunger hungry for something a bit different and alternative mm. comedy in Australia and stuff. So when people do meet me now, they come up and go, "Oh, Broden, how you got?" and think I'm this <laughs> yeah, big heightened yeah. thing, which is yeah. mainly based on my days working at the MCC, yeah. working with all ex cops <laughs> yeah, and talking yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. Um, and then when I'm like, hi, how are you going? They're kind of disappointed, to be honest, because it's, it's the worst a, away, hey? yeah. But yes, no, like, um, 
yeah, no, they, it's, 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 I'm very lucky that people, um, tend to like me or what I've thought about recently is because people like, like everyone, there's people who hate what you do and there's people who love what you do. And usually you only meet the people who like what you yeah, do. Yeah. You never hear from the hate really. <clears throat> but Except got, the YouTube comments. Yeah. yeah I've yeah, gotten yeah. curious recently about like who know, who recognizes me and goes, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> And as I'm real estate past, agents, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. real estate agents. Yeah. Well, I, I had to. I, I bought my first house last year. Oh, congrats! Doing yeah. comedy must be nice. Yeah, and yeah. ringing SEN. and um, <laughs> and um, I uh, I I ended up having to get a buyer advocate to represent yeah. me because because I, 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 I had I had I kept going into open houses and they'd be like, "Hi, hi, mate," and I I know I know you. The guy, we did a video last year where it was essentially, you know, like realestate.com.au when you go into an open house, they've yeah. started doing, real estate agents have started doing this thing where they're the star of the house, yeah, yeah. where they stand out the front, usually with a fucking drone or a steady cam, yeah, yeah. And they're like, welcome to this house. It's so exciting. I'm John, let's go through it. And then they're like, yeah. it's like they're fucking auditioning for, I don't know, Better Homes and Gardens or some shit. <laughs> so we, the, we, and it's really clever comedy what we did. Yeah. We just went, yeah. it's just that, but they finish every sentence with I'm, and I'm a cunt. Yeah. yeah. And it, it it's really clever. Yeah. It's really yeah, it's clever. Very cerebral. Clever. Yeah. But it resonated like nothing else in a while where people are like, yes, I do hate real estate agents. They're a cunt. What's fantastic yeah. about them is, um, is, uh, they are you, it, 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 you you make a point to never punch down in comedy or like try not to punch down in comedy and there's not many people that you can unanimously make fun of and it's okay yeah. they are the perfect yeah, ones yeah, everyone yeah. hates them yeah. they're punching up because they say how rich they are but yeah. we have a line in it where we're like um i know a lot of real estate agents will be watching this and thinking i'm not a cunt my, but I know a lot of cunts. I'm like, that's true, but you are also a cunt. <laughs> yeah, and right. despite saying that in the video, a lot of people are going, yep, that's, uh, I do work with a lot of people like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's good. No, yeah. it's, uh, but yes, they are cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I've watched that video 800 times. Oh, good. Um, Thank you. Oh, that's you. You're the numbers. Yeah, I'm, I'm the guy. Um, right. do, do, do people like yell stuff out to you in the street? I, I mean, you guys have done so many amazing Different sketches yeah. and like world tours and everything, but like um, but I would imagine Christmas Port is is, yeah, is like the one. is, is mm. the one, um, and so are people just walking up to you because people will like come up to us in the street and we we'll just yell out boys, which is an old <laughs> Brendan Julian story about yeah. us, um, and it's quite jarring because they mm. don't just walk up and say boys, they they yell it to you, yeah, yeah, and you're walking on the street and it's very jarring, not yeah, quite yeah, as yeah. late as put, you know what I mean, just just boys, that's right. But are you getting put in the streets? Yeah, hundred. Mm. I, I went to we did a the Footy Pod did a, a music festival on Saturday. Have you done a, a festival before? <laughs> no, never. How did the Footy Pod do a yeah. music festival? Like what's? The, I was horrified. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going to happen? Yeah. And it turned out to be fine. It was just a lot of gacked people just did sitting in the shade. <laughs> and they'd occasionally notice that, um, like, disposal efficiency for Hawthorne this year will be interesting. <laughs> like, uh, like, where am I? <laughs> um, so it was okay. There were nice, happy, gacked people. Um, but the uh, it was just a, a, that was two days of 25 year olds walking up and saying pud to me. Yeah. yeah. It's right. funny. And is that right? what they, they just say pud? Like, yeah. like, like, do, do you want a bit of pud? Yeah. yeah. A bit of pud, mate. Yeah. Pud, room for pud. Yeah. Room for pud. Yeah. If someone's yeah. driving past, they've got one chance at one sound. Is it just pud? I think yeah. the speed of uh, – uh, because <laughs> I'm the least – I look the most no, respect, respectfully normal out of the three Donner guys. Like, yeah, Zach uh -huh. has long hair. He looks like a like a Dave Grohley-looking guy. Yeah, and Mark yeah. has a big beard. Mm. You notice them immediately. I look like you. 
Pez. Mm. Well, so, I think you're doing. I think, I think Rick, Rick's going well. Oh, I think yeah, yeah. That's why we look the same. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> and well, so you're a model. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm yeah. the triple taker. Like I'm like, oh, is that Broden? Right, and by right, the time right. I've walked past, that I'm gone. So I've kind of I've slipped. I look like a lot of people walking around Melbourne. So I've yeah. I've slipped into anonymity, which is lovely <laughs> mm. because I don't get put that much unless I'm in a very very prominent, like very prominent position, but yeah, yeah. Is it like yeah. a, a, at the stage in your career where uh, it's it can be mildly irritating? Like I've I've got much more work and a, a greater portfolio behind me <laughs> yeah. than Pud. to be reduced, but, but also play Wonderwall. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like we have like look zero comparison by the way. TGC and Archie Donna. No, like there's a lot of champ stuff. There's like oh, yeah. how are you champ? Like, yeah. Awesome. I, I, there's definitely points where it was, where where it's where it's annoying. Um, but to be honest, I fuck, I love it, man. Like yeah. the fact that anyone has ever s- says anything nice about you, yeah. I like is, um, is so, I, I, I really like it to the point where like, I'm addicted to it now. Like yeah. if I go, if I go a few days where I walk down and say, no one's noticed me. Yeah. I'm like, well, what do I have to, do we have to re-upload put or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing yeah. about put, right. Is we, we've worked so hard yeah. on so many things like yeah. the budget, for our ABC show last year, it was like something like $3 million and yeah. Netflix shows something similar. Like, wow. And sometimes you write a sketch and you think about it for months and months yeah. and put it out. Right. The put sketch was like, well, Zach was like, he liked how in England they they don't say pudding for dessert. They go, and for pud, you will have this, which is a weird <laughs> fucked thing to say. And yeah. it's weird for English people in received pronunciation to say yes. pud. Yeah. So it was literally that. And then he wrote dot points. We shot it in like 15 minutes, put it out with no... And that's the one that, that was a thing. Yeah, people are like I'm naming my son Pud. <laughs> like, so there's a yeah. part of it. We've we, we, like we're we're as amazed by it as anyone else. So we like we 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 try to make as much fun of how successful it is as possible. Like yeah. Yeah. on our poster for our world tour, we had like Netflix series, and then like they did Pud. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, that's, yeah, it's the that's the thing. So no, I, I quite. How do you feel? Like, do you feel okay about? It? Obviously, there's certain there's certain demographics who make it harder to like. If you like go into a pub, and I'm, I imagine that's where you get most of your recognition. Yeah. Like a confident guy in a pub with the arm around the shoulder, big strong guy. That's that's hard. Heavy. Yeah. yeah. And they're on the source. Like that is hard. But yeah. you know. If it's all well intentioned, it's all pretty good. It's like no, it's, it's awesome, extremely yeah. flattering to be recognised at all. But when someone starts talking about their third grade stats from nineteen ninety nine, it's like, well, I, I am interested to a degree. But yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. And how I don't did you get, guys go in the semi? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't get a lot of the cricket stats coming up to me. Right. So yeah, would, fair enough. But um, <laughs> but it would be, be nice. It'd be weird if they did it to if you. If you yeah. listen to this and then see me, I would love to talk cricket with you. <laughs> yeah. We used to have like when when um it was really just a Twitter account. Uh, and we had initially we were anonymous, and uh, and then we, um, and then and then we released our names when we wrote a book. Then a lot of like cricketers who were better than us at cricket would often corner us or get in touch with suggestions for like pithy um, <laughs> tweets. Yeah, and mm. there was no correlation between their cricket skill and the comedy that sat underneath yeah. it. But like you know, the insight being that you know if you're better at cricket than someone else, you're also better at all other aspects of life. Yeah. So you'd often have to receive a lot of people's, uh, like, you know, comedy advice. Like, I'll just do this one. I'll tweet this out. This will be gold. You Who's know? the funniest cricketer, do you think, off the top of your head? <laughs> uh, like, in terms of comedic chops. Yeah. Like, 
I think karaoke, karaoke. is very good. Okay. Um, yeah. and has a got like and and he, and he actually writes comedy and stuff like that. There's that, some naturally funny guys. That like, Marsh speech the other day was yeah, like Mitch, Mitch yeah. Marsh in the got current he'd be the funniest. I think Mitch Marsh. Yeah, Stoinis is funny. Stoinis is yeah. Stoinis. Yep. Yep. Uh, different types. You know, like Zamp is funny as well. Yeah. Um, Can I ask you a question? Because you just talked about breaking through. You you were part of the the Twitter. There was a period mm, where yeah, and I'm calling it Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Thanks. Uh, because Dwayne Russell the other day on SCN, he kept saying, now you're on X and uh, you're, and you're on X and you take X and yeah. you're a drug addict. Like, yeah. It felt like yeah. he was yeah. saying like X is, X is a hard thing to say. But you were that, – that's I, – I know Titus O'Reilly and AFL is yeah. a similar thing mm-hmm. where you built your profile by these one-line things. That, that movement's kind of gone now, but yeah. what was it like coming through that? Like um, – was. Yeah, well, I didn't – like it's funny because Twitter – I suppose, mm. yeah, to us like Twitter has always been uh, – because it – because TGC was birthed there, it always has felt like you've felt like a closer connection to it, That's even though DNA. it's completely different to what it is now. Yeah. Uh, but the way it worked was like you just would just chuck um, tweets out there, and then we start would start to get like DMs from people that were like, "Oh, we know that person," you know, and like some of, some of them were good, and then but then we sort of got. Um, we're like, oh, well, let's see if we can do it in a book. You know what I mean? Got, yeah. got over a hundred. What was it? What did it used to be? 140. 140 characters. Mm. Let's just try and yeah. 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 So then we just went the complete opposite direction. Like we tried to see if we could do long form and people wanted it more. Yeah. So, but yeah, it is, it is funny. Like I still find myself looking at Twitter and I'll call it that too. And mm. you, you, you have to sort of get over the addiction of it and rationally think like this place is a, is like he's a complete fucking cesspool it's now. Got, it's got worse. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this, got worse. I mean, Elon, it's, it's Elon Musk's just, Twitter is way worse. Yeah, I, I can. I I keep getting these fucked sex things at the yeah. moment where yeah. it's just like when you search for it and then yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and like, you know when I put incognito on and I go on they're like no. yeah. but there's this one thing just keeps coming up with yeah. no followers no connection where yeah. about Mia Khalifa just keeps coming up <laughs> yeah. I was like, how is I'm not yeah. listen, no, all I do is talk about footy on here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, what about like you have the replies and then underneath you go like what's the what do they say like to delineate the oh, normal replies from like want to see more yeah. See more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but then then there's that like there's that sort of there's like a, 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 a like a cabal or like a it's like a, an organization of sex bots, particular yes. ones, you know, where yeah. it's like you have to reveal the nudity, yeah. yes. which like I just want to see every time, I'll so I'll, every I'll time. click it. But yeah. you know, yeah, what is it? Yeah. Want to see more, or like mm. I've got a gift for you, or yeah. something? Yeah. And I just or, I or wonder like, about, like, huh? Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. Okay, what's that? I'm, yeah. I'm oh, well, I got me right in three letters. <laughs> it's just funny when there's like some like serious conversation going on about like maybe you know overnight the uh, the India team lost the under 19s World Cup, you know, and there'll be like some. Um, there'll be some fallout, you know, and then you'll read every single reply about, like, what the issue is or whatever or Mm. Ganguly's done this or something and then someone will write, huh? You know, like, oh, I wonder what that is. And it's just a naked woman. Uh, It's it's a hard – it's it's the first time these things have been right next to each other. Exactly. It's very (laughs) jarring. Thoughtful discourse. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It could be be a Jared Whaley tweet and then you're seeing the other side of uh, humanity. Yeah. Um, My first experience of seeing you guys – you know, embarrassingly was you came up in my YouTube algorithm during the ashes because I'd started looking at ashes stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, so what I, from my experience and please change the subject, but I, this is what That's I find. All good. I, um, <laughs> is you guys at, was it edge Baston? Was that the first yeah, test? Yes. Yes. Beautifully set up with the sponsors and doing the daily, the daily, and it was just beautifully 
put together. And I just wanted to say thank you for that because I had not seen that in cricket coverage before. But then also what a cool experience that must have been oh, to go. It was, it was awesome. It was so awesome, yeah. We'd been to the UK for the Ashes last in 2019, last yeah. time I was in the UK. We were there for the first two tests again. That was so, a great yeah. series as well, wasn't it? Um, but we weren't set up. We only really started doing YouTube in like 2020. Yep. Um, so I think I, I think we might have started the channel like five or six years before then. We never did anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so then we just had, you know, we started to get more more kit and better microphones yeah. and cameras and, you know, Charlie doing the editing and production stuff. And um, yeah, it was, uh, but it was just, just, just to be there for the game, for the first two games as well. So Australia won the first two games, which yeah. helped. When you left, got it got bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We got yeah. the fuck out of there. Um, but uh, just like, just to be, in and amongst that feeling of the Ashes. Because it was such a hype series as yeah. well. Probably not since 2005, I reckon, there's been more yeah. hype for a series. Really? It was, it was getting a bit feral. It was, it was like, going to be feral, like yeah. Like, sort of bit, bit of post-Brexit stuff, things like Broken Britain gear. Mm. Um, mm. Not everybody, you know, but like... Uh, <laughs> and then then the, 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 the baseball phenomenon kind of like... It has has a certain like zealotry to it, yes. you know, and then the and the yeah. fans feed off, it. and then you're at Edgebaston, which like is self proclaimed a, a fucking cauldron. Just then they're, they're, they're very needy, like they need they need everyone to talk about what a cauldron it is, and it's very difficult <laughs> as an Australian. Like, like there's still a tweeness yes. to English people. It's all it's still very like quirky and twee. It's not like yeah, uh, particularly with cricket, like football, it gets heavy, and yep. you respect it. Cricket, it's like we're all fucking cricket fans. No one yeah, here is yeah. cool no or scary cool. Yeah. or aggressive. That you're like, yeah. we were walking into the ground at Edgebaston before day, like before day one, or my, yeah, it must have been day one. And there's a Barmy Army guy with an acoustic guitar standing in a fucking phone box, <laughs> going like um with with his um amp and stuff as everyone's walking past, going, "Have you ever seen Coad just score a run?" And like. I'm like, is this yeah. like this is fucking Galatasaray away? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, players <laughs> being set off. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And he scored a hundred yeah. that day, which was good. Yeah. Uh, or it must have been the second day. Sorry, yeah. and uh, and so it was very satisfying that Australia won. And like, even the the like in the press box was like getting feral. We were sitting in there, and like, you're not meant to, you're not really really meant to like cheer or support. It's like, yeah. undignified, but like. Not without naming names, like it was getting pretty heavy, you know. Like, like guys were guys were appealing, yeah, <laughs> you know, okay. like, and like, like slamming like the, banging desk. the desk and stuff, yeah, banging yeah. the desk it's, with it's wickets. Like, like people are working in there, yeah, like, yeah. It's the gentleman's sport, isn't it? That's well, like, yeah. I mean, I suppose if you're in the crowd, like you obviously want to get into it, but when you're yeah. when you're working and like you're wearing like a suit and stuff, and like yeah. you're appealing for wickets and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck's going yeah. on? It, we we we, did, we toured there in October. It was almost the fallout of the Ashes was the vibe, oh, nice, and, yeah. and yeah, the EPL. Yeah, you guys are selling out. Oh, the biggest show we ever yeah. did we did two days at the event in Apollo in London oh, which was it yeah, was something man. like yeah. six and a half thousand in oh, a day yeah, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. we're just telling you sort of how the UK works here yeah, 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 well yeah. that was I hadn't <laughs> yeah. been there since um, maybe 17 2017 and like not to get too serious but that place is going through some fucking shit yeah, yeah. exactly to be yeah. like like the since the since Brexit and everything mm. then mm. like it's like seven pounds for a coffee like yeah. just on the very base, like they're all. Yeah, it feels like they're all about to snap. Yeah, like it's Jesus trains Christ. aren't working and stuff. Yeah, you got, got to say mm. at this point, like heaves of friends in the UK, love it. <laughs> uh, I think, I think know, yeah, like, but but you could feel it over there. It was, it, it was, um, it was, it was uh, charged. There's a charged yeah. feeling there. Yeah, I th- it may have been you guys that said it, but I, I, it was a real epiphany led by the commentary around the cricket. But they do genuinely. 
approach sport and fandom in a in a core different way to us. Yeah. So that I'm sure, like I've seen it go, like following the EPL for the first time, but they really are there for the journey of it as opposed to the the winning of it. Yeah, even though the winning is important, it's more about the spiritual. Just that's the and that's the core of the DNA of um mm. of what's his name walking out of his crease like. Best, uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's. I feel it with with following Tottenham as well. Just this weird infatuation with them, and and, and and they really just do care about how it looks and how the, and like watching Ange and that they just enjoy watching that team again. Yeah. Whereas if it was AFL, if the team is scoring ten points a game but they're winning, we're yeah. cool. We're yeah. completely yeah, exactly. fine. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a it's it's a very almost admirable. I must yeah. say. Like, well, I think as well. Sorry, I, like, yeah. like, no culture celebrates others losing more than anyone else like, so, like, so if their rivals lose but yeah. they also lose that's Great fine feeling. but your our rivals have lost yeah and so like that's that's the celebration of the sport you know that like, is that is crazy it, uh, I, I know what you mean though they're doing the same thing with baseball at the moment like the team is doing well and succeeding but most of the feedback you get from fans when we're sledging the shit out of it is like we're just happy that we're not shit anymore and it's yeah. kind of good to watch yeah. and yeah. The, and so they you're right like they're just more on board the 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 enjoyment and the general approach of it, you know, like, and you hear a lot of football fans say like, you know, the game is a good day spoiled, you know, like yeah. they love going with their mates and like getting on the train and, and having a beer. Like in, it's a <laughs> yeah. much more transactional in Australia. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like win, we lose, the yeah. four point, you know, did yeah. we win or not? Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's, just, you, I didn't, I never realized it till recently, but it's yeah. fascinating. When are they next year? Two summers next time. Year. Oh, this, yeah, not this summer, next summer. 2025, I think it is, yeah. yeah. How good were the Windies? Sorry to talk yeah. cricket, but that was, that was <laughs> awesome. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, it was It was good, yeah. Are you, are you like, um? Do you, are you, so are you going to the games now? You, you're going to the MCG? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an MCC member, so I okay. feel like I, even if I don't care about the cricket, I, I must go. Yeah. Do you find footy, like, funny? This is what I want to know about you, because you're, uh, like, a, one of the top, comedians in australia mm. and uh you know with, with with a global footprint as i was yeah. saying business <laughs> yeah uh but like and because we're both from sydney we live in melbourne you know i've lived here for like 12 years i'll never i'll never pretend melbourne's in my dna wow. uh but like f- like footy aussie rules can just get very dribbly you know i know we we're talking about it earlier like are, are you Great like a, are you like are you dribbly about footy? I know your, your cast is very funny, the footy. Uh, <laughs> and maybe the, the satirical kind of um, reflex just comes in naturally. Or, or do you just – do you live and breathe it fucking um, um, at yeah. a tribal level? I'm full enough on it. Yeah, like enough, uh, yeah. It happened – I remember being a teenager and being healthy about football and going, oh, I hope Melbourne win. And then something <laughs> happened yeah. in my brain when I stopped playing sport like right. at a competitive level. Maybe, maybe around 19 when I went to drama school and spent my days in theatre blacks finding yeah. finding water through movement um, <laughs> that I that something something deep inside of me said that I needed to find something a bit more uh, simple and base to uh, become infatuated with yeah. the thing that really hooked me in is my football club Melbourne in about that time were like just the worst team that ever yep. existed mm. financially on this field like for about a decade and something about a bad team is actually more engaging than a good team. I, I don't know if you find that. Like, if you, like Australians, it's hard with the Australian cricket team because mm. traditionally we're always great. But mm, yeah. um, what, if there's if you can start to ha- like, there's one player who's going to change it for us, or when you start to see the growth, that is actually really enjoyable and, and infatuating. Um, 
I, 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 with my podcast, I, I don't have to prepare at all. Like I genuinely am at that level where something about, I feel like a lot of people have this as well, where if you have a job that you care about and work and focus on the ability to go to something on the side that means literally nothing, but that you can put genuine care and passion and effort into, um, and you get joy out of it sometimes mm. is, um, is, is really important actually. Mm. And, uh, if people like, I have a lot of friends who are, who, approach movies and comics in the same way where it's like, I hope this director's next movie's good and this and that, mm. but I don't, it doesn't, ha- it's, it's, it's not as intense. Mm. Like, but I feel like everyone has that one thing in their life where they approach it with that side passion. Mm. We're, uh, mm. I'm sorry for non-Aussie rules fans here, but like, where are we at on like Clayton Oliver, like vis-a-vis the D's and Mate, what, what are we thinking? He's going to, he's going to dominate this year. I'll tell you that yeah. much. I'll tell you that much. What he's, a player went on though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, sorry. I'm serious. Like, what a player when he's on. Oh, he's yeah. he's. I think he. Uh, we'll see how the, his career ends. And we've, I think, got him on a contract now for another 140 years. Um, <laughs> but uh, to this point, he could be the best Melbourne player to ever play. Yeah. Um, but he's just. Uh, he's had a. He's had a rough trot. Yeah. But um, I'm hoping he's. I'm hoping he just genuinely is okay. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about just before that? You were saying. I've thrown you with a serious footy question. Yeah. Haven't no, I? But, oh, Clayton Oliver. I, I, I'm. This is the best part of the year for footy. Yeah. Every every everyone is just so excited. Oh, it's potential. It's, and it's yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and no, no one loses. No, yeah, no even, one's lost yet. Even West Coast, who had one of the worst years of football ever yeah. played, they drafted one player. He's been on the back page of the West Australian, yeah. genuinely something like twenty five times already as like <laughs> as the as the leading article. Like there's there's yeah. optimism for everyone. Yeah. And yeah. like why can't we just sit in February forever and, uh, and hope, never hope play springs again? eternal. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Cr- cricket can't footy is so ubiquitous. Yeah. Like cricket can't get its season started until like nearly Boxing Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we're talking about like draftees. They're, it's brutal and it's unfair. What's his name again? I actually can't. Remember. What's the West Coast draftees name? Harley Reid. Harley Reid. Fuck. I mean, honestly, it's like every second comment. Like in relation, this is like a yeah. Harley Reid. I, I put yeah. down the Optus Stadium attendance partially to that draft because that was like <laughs> I think he was drafted. Even, might have even been fucking December yeah. or like yeah. November, December. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then so people yeah. can't go to the cricket. Yeah. They've yeah. got to be reading the West Australian exactly. article and yeah. see what Harley Reid's doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, they, it's selfish how much they cut, they take of the- oh, and, that, that's, and they that's, want more. That's Aussie rules. They want that, more. That's yeah. AFL, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's fucking monopolistic. Yeah. Like hardcore. Now, the, women's, the women's football now goes till December. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> which is rude. Yeah. Wasn't and, it during the- Football World Cup when the Matildas were on their run. They and that did. Was, that was, the, was it the semi, the quarterfinal against England, was it? And yeah. then the AFL released the fixtures. Whatever. Yeah. Dirty bastards. They're the cheeky bastards. Dogs. And we got round dogs. zero, dogs. Round zero <laughs> versus round one now or some the, shit. They're well. doing yeah. the round zero because yeah. the NRL are going to Vegas. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. NRL's yeah. going to take over the US. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, and, um, right. But then, they, so they've got this round mm. where there are going to be heaps of sport in Queensland and, and uh, New South Wales. But the rugby's back then, like, NRL's going like next week, I think. Yeah. So it's this weird thing, the weird competitiveness. I mean, who's out there going like, like surely your 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 like f- like flag is nailed to the mast or colours? Is, is it what what is it? Yeah, colors well, to the mast. Um, like who 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 is the casual fan who's like, look, I wonder what sport I'm going to, like what footy code I'm going to watch this <laughs> year? Oh, the NRL's in Vegas, so well, that's actually opened up my chances to go. To, 
to the Aussie rules this weekend. I like Vegas. I like the idea of Vegas. I enjoy enjoy the Hangover series. Uh, But the the Code War chat is so tedious, you know, like like the the war over those who don't give a fuck about sport. (laughs) We've already decided, you know. It is. I mean, I I think, funnily enough, like the footy season was fantastic last year, but that run of cricket stories last year, Mm. like by the time it got here, it was kind of Mm. over. Mm. By the time it actually got back to home soil, that run was as enthralling as I've ever seen. Totally right, yeah. I think that um, one thing the footy codes can't quite get, they get close to what I think, but like the, the feeling of the ashes for Australians, I know like yeah. Yeah. For, for India, because they don't get to play against Pakistan unless it's in World Cup, so they, they don't get a test series. Like So Australia, I think, prob- maybe becomes like their biggest test series, but it's, yes. Australia and India is never going to be the biggest series for us because how deeply we feel the, the <laughs> colonial rivalry mm. of, uh, of the ashes and like, you know, we can, we can relatively easily, you know, live in different, in, in both the countries. So yeah. we, ha- we have friends and family here and there and, and so, and we're such, we're such similar people. I mean, there has been no evolution, but by the time yeah, no. Captain Cook landed on the shores and now, um, so like we are basically the same people, but we fucking hate each other, yeah. but mm. we have such kinship. Yes. So it's wrapped up in like this turmoil within. Yeah. And mm. so when a guy like walks out of his crease, he's fucking out. And it's like, no, mm. you're cheating convicts. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, right. You your, your, your ancestors are in jail. And that's why they were sent out there because of the shit yeah. you do I mean, now. look what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it runs in the family. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> didn't that, didn't that, didn't that hit a called the same old Aussies? That oh, really, yeah. that was, that was clever branding and clever marketing. Yeah. Because that really that hit that nerve so yeah. deeply and so effectively. But they, they do mm. roll it out like that's just, it's a common football chant, you know. Say about Arsenal, like yeah. it just says same yeah. old, you know, like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they've just got a great like portfolio of things to say, and we're they're clever. fucking nothing. They're cerebral. <laughs> they're yeah. cerebral. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the I, I would love, and I know there's talk of it, but I think the fucking best thing for Australian cricket. Would be to see that India Pakistan at the MCG. Oh yeah, oh man. yeah, for for a Test series. Yeah. Wouldn't that just be incredible? Oh, we saw we saw the T Twenty yeah. World Cup, and it was yeah. it was very hot. It was hot yeah. shit. Very different vibe. Mm. No one yeah. in the bars, like and people watching and like living off every ball. Yeah, very Actually, like, good. Watching the cricket, yeah, it's I very mean, good weird. year. I worked at Wave Aid. In um, yeah, fuck yeah. And, uh, like talking. 2000, or maybe yeah. it was maybe it was there was a yeah. maybe a floods and fire yeah. one. Okay, yeah. and yeah. So there, there was a natural disaster in yeah. Australia, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and we did it, and we did one of them charity things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and um, we're talking John Butler, yeah. we're talking Kings of Leon, yes. we're Hell talking yeah. Midnight Oil. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and they were flying in between gigs like mm. that one day. That's it was right. one at SCG, one at MCG, That's right. and it was. I'm talking bigger than that for India, Pakistan. Yeah. yeah. And that's no Kings of Leon need to be there. Exactly. <laughs> no. Um, that was a fucked up day though, that day. I'm just remembering it now. It was yeah. brutal. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Taylor Swift is this week as well. That's, if I was yeah. working at the MCG this week, it would be a, it would be a very full on fucking week. That's going to go off. Yeah. But she's at Super Bowl now, right? Isn't Literally she's right at, now. Yeah. yeah. She was okay. in Tokyo yesterday. Weird at how much we know about Taylor Swift's why, why? carbon footprint. We, we, the week, the week that um, we were, I was in New York and we just started our US tour. There was a, in, in October last year. Without going into details, a lot of shit was going on around <laughs> yeah, the world. Yeah. Yes, all they fucking wanted to talk about was um, Kelsey and Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And like yeah. this week, apparently the Rock, um, the Rock uh, taking doing like taking the WrestleMania headline was like number one leading on the news. Love a bit of drama there. Fucking yeah. hell. Dude, what about having a fucking billboard 
Auntie Donna billboard in Times Square. Square. Oh, oh, fucking yeah. hell, that is that's dreams, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, well, congratulations. That, for that, like, that was that very so, nice. When was that? That was twenty twenty. So it was during COVID. We had friends go and see it in person for yeah. us. But oh, yeah, man. it was very very cool. Oh, that's so cool. That's something. It's one of those things. You know how like in particularly in the in entertainment or performance or you know whatever. There's it's very hard to mark moments and like you're always working for growth and what success and what isn't success. And that's one thing I was like, that'll I'll always have that. Yeah. That's Even right. if everything falls apart for yeah. me, we had that cool thing. We're in times square. It's like, I, I just remembered I went to, when we were there doing the shows, I um, went to a giant, an NFL game out yeah. in giant stadium on the way back. I got an Uber and the whole way back cricket chat. <laughs> it's taken off over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going, we're going. Yeah. Um, oh, is it the world, the world cups, cups there? there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where is it going to be? There's three places in the US for the first half of the tournament. They're playing. They're building a cricket stadium right now in New York on Long Island. Building about, a cricket stadium. Yeah, yeah. like purpose built. Uh, and then there's people, yeah. Fort Lauderdale in Miami and Dallas. Uh, so there's three places. And then the Caribbean is the rest. Australia Australia doesn't do the US leg, but amazingly, India and Pakistan have been drawn in the same group again for the World Cup, and they're playing in New York at this stadium. So that will. Um, uh, that will actually be scary how successful that is. And oh yeah, just man. quietly, that's great for AFL as well because we've built our, our oval to be a for, to be a <laughs> uh, I'm sure. I, I'm sure the AFL will capitalise in yeah, some know, way. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pakistan, Pakistan in New York. Pakistan. Yeah, 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 that's right. They'll have yeah session to talk or something with the Sharon in Long Island. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> my favourite SEN category is actually like when they were doing um they were doing brackets of the greatest athlete of all time, and I think it got down to the final. <laughs> Uh, Muhammad Ali versus Stephen Silvani. That <laughs> <laughs> was tight. Do you think we're insulated here? I don't know. I think so. It's just a you great game. insulation issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Um, I think I, I think it's going to take off in America very gradually, but surely, like it's very very exciting. Cricket. Yeah. Yeah. But by the same token, I think there's a lot of cricketers who like who you know want to make it in America yeah. and think that it will and and like not really across the the fact that sport is very established in America and they really, really, like, don't care for no. anything English. I mean, they like, like they, pickleball. They They're big on yeah. pickleball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> now, that yeah, could yeah. take yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. Just finally, got to let you go because oh, you, you got a busy day. Oh, no, um, yeah. You're also, like, a model now as well. You're, like, you're a prolific man. <laughs> on, know, a, on a Queensland busy? football club. Yes. No, I watched this from afar. And I know Ken's work uh, on Twitter yeah. as well. And I, I've... Um, He's another Twitter guy. Yeah. But... um. This is awesome. Like I saw, I saw these pictures of you, and you look fucking great. Yeah, so Ken, arms looking good too, by the way. Oh, thank you. But, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, no, and that looks look like at, a like a that looks like a good t shirt. This well. is AS basic. Yeah. Oh, really? Heavy, I, I've but you're gone able to the, roll it. I've gone the heavy. Yeah. The light ones. I, I'm I'm not going to wash them because I don't know. You know when you have a shirt, you got like one wash on a white oh, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that, and the collar goes. Yeah. So I'm trying to not wash it. Yeah. So I don't know how many times I've washed this, but yes, Ken was a Twitter guy. He was making during COVID. He started talking about how he's going to play for Gold Coast. He made some merch of Gold Coast with himself on it. They sent him a cease and desist. So yeah. he built his own because he was bored. He's a hip surgeon as well. Yeah, this yeah. Guy. Assistant hip surgeon. Incredibly yeah, handsome Jesus. guy as well. Yeah. He's doing fine. Yeah, Don't worry about it. Yeah. You can tell he's, he's an <laughs> yeah. extremely bright man. Yeah. Can we start yeah. a GoFundMe for Ken? Yeah, yeah. no, that'd be nice. He needs. <laughs> and so he started his own fashion brand and then started to make it high end and go and get artisan Japanese fabric for these shirts all built around this football club and it's just absolutely blown up but he got me because he was like he I said this to him and then he kind of didn't deny it he was like I was like if you make me look good then like all the other loser cunts in Australia (laughs) 
are going to think that they can look good. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. oh, I never thought of it that way. I was like, yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Um, yes, no, I, I, it's the be- mm. like the billboard. I can yeah. now have nice photos of me until the yeah, day I die. Yeah, yeah, no. He can, that's the thing, right? You think models are beautiful? Yeah. Nah. It's like <laughs> you, all you need is a really good photographer. You yeah. need good lighting and you need like someone whose job it is to go like hand in your pocket, yeah. look that way. Yeah lower your shoulder, turn that. And then all of a sudden you, you do look good. Yeah. Like if you were doing a launch for the cricket or whatever, you could yeah. get the, um, you could look great. Not mm. that you don't now, mm. but you know, you, it could happen. It could happen. It could Some happen of us need more help than others, but um, <laughs> it's good kit though. Queensland football club, isn't it? It's yeah. Very, very good. good very good. Very, yeah. very high. He's end selling nice. out. I used to live on the street. That he's selling out of anyway, incidentally. In West Melbourne. Yeah. That's a, there's nothing going on there. It actually smells really bad as well because one of the factories across the road, but that's got nothing – like that's, you're that close has to, no imposition on the fashion itself. It's industrial Footscray yes. area almost. Yes. But then it's almost right. – North Melbourne is the area that time forgot to get yeah. into Melbourne. Like there's – you know, like I guess well, engineering-wise, it's this pocket where there's no thoroughfare through it. So it's neither trendy yep. nor mm. interesting, yeah. but it's – Four meters from it calls the city. itself North yeah. Melbourne. It really is West Melbourne yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Bizarre what little Melbourne. You just get real in chilly with that chat. What do you do? You, do you, do you think that because Melbourne cares about Sydney? Yeah. Sydney doesn't care about Melbourne. Correct. At all. What What does Sydney think of Melbourne? Just some nice people down south. Great to visit. Yeah. Why Why yeah. is Melbourne inferior? Why Why do we have an inferiority complex to Sydney? I don't know. Uh, Melbourne's, Melbourne's such a good city, but I think it, it, when people think when internationally, exactly. people think of Australia, they think it's of because Sydney, Sydney doesn't pay attention to we, it. Really, yeah. it's a like it, it like Melbourne has a like, some good stuff going for it, but um, that comes out of inferiority complex, doesn't it? It's like, yeah. well, we don't have that fucking harbour, yeah. So let's make the best coffee in the world and yeah. let's do this. Yeah, thing. we're I trying to prove ourselves yeah. really hard. I think yeah, yeah S- S- Sydney ciders are very. Um, very wrapped up in its own place, you know, in, yeah. in Sydney. Oh, and, and it's there. not like <laughs> oh, it's greatest per capita cunt city. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, the, if you don't have to work on yourself, like just go to the beach and have a nice time, then why yeah. wouldn't you? Why you don't have you? to think about other stuff, yeah, when, really. To go back to England very quickly, mm-hmm. everyone's London, London, London this, mm-hmm. London that. Right. I went to Manchester. Oh, I was, it's yeah, all awesome. about yeah, great Manchester. City. Great city. Oh, my God. Great like, city. Beautiful, great nice. nightlife. Mm. Yeah, you go there in the summer can be really nice as well. Obviously, winter's tough, but yeah. like um, people very like northern northern hospitality, yeah. very yeah. friendly. North south stuff in the UK is good. Like north yep. northern people, as, yep. as you're saying, yeah, yeah, it's I, good. We had a sketch in our show that we did all around the world where we would it would be like, "Hey guys, we usually do a sketch here, but we cut it for this city because we didn't think it would go down great here." And then the crowd go, "No, do it, do it." I mean, all right, and then we walk on, and it's five minutes of just railing the city. <laughs> And so, like, like, for Melbourne, it's like you think you're great, but you're shit. Yeah. It's like just really railing on them. Every city in the world we did it in was like, yeah, we're all, we suck, awful, awful, awful. One city in the entire world got genuinely offended. Can you guess which one didn't have a sense of humor about itself? Melbourne. No, Melbourne's all right. Really? And we went hard. We had deep cuts for Melbourne. Yeah. Like, um, the one city in the world, Perth. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay. Perth, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they did it. They're yeah. like, hey, yeah. this is Perth. Yeah. yeah. But we were doing stuff like you, you claim that you got nice beaches and restaurants, yeah. but you're just racist South Africans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't care for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. 
Yeah, the 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 isolationist movement is a it's yeah, a real it's thing. Great. Yeah, 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 a real thing over there. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, like yelled out Kerry Stokes over there at our show a couple of weeks ago, and <laughs> he got a cheer. You know what I mean? For owning the media, he's our great leader with yeah, Basil. Twiggy Forrest. Yeah, it's yeah, all that's, good. That's that, right. That's the, right. the suggestion that they didn't have that they didn't have many people go to the cricket was yeah that, that was them. that was war. Yeah. That was yeah. secession. Or whatever. Well, it was like it was Eastern people telling Western people about. What, what's happening in their city is like shut the fuck up about yeah. what's happening in our town you know yeah. yeah that's fair enough shout out josh garlic from kick it forward and oh, great hey, guy. introduce us and he's yeah. a mad dog as well so yeah. you and him are like two of the o- like only funny people in footy for me, you know which is good that's better <laughs> yeah, than yeah, what yeah. it used to be oh, yeah. Brian taylor's good oh yeah oh, BT, oh, of course yeah, yeah. Yeah. we did a thing fuck. on our we had a guy from canberra who obviously you know works in canberra and he did a lot of stat he he started doing which would be good for cricket too he did stats for the game on the commentators and their biases to either team. Oh, so sick. he would go through and say, Brian Pretty Taylor in this that. game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was complimentary to Collingwood 15 times to Brisbane, eight times <laughs> negative to Brisbane. And like you saw, <laughs> That's so clear, sti- clear statistical biases. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which it was yeah. like, it was taking that when you're watching a game, getting annoyed that they're not supporting a team and like putting it into literal data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to come back to this. I, I know you got to go. Just, I'll, the funny thing with like league in Sydney and Queensland or like, and, and Brisbane is that like I think in New South Wales it's a state like built on like gambling and alcohol it literally is built <laughs> yeah. on and and corruption yeah and I think a lot and of that like and prostitution and general nefarious activity yeah. and I think I'm that ble- Alan ble- Jones it ble- yeah. yeah it like it bleeds into the game <laughs> and develops its own like kind of coarse humor that yeah. goes with it whereas like I think maybe maybe here in in Melbourne there's a bit more like old money or conservatism and it just like there's just less opportunity for humor to come through with it i think there's something to be said as well but at its core afl is a cricket sport mm. it wouldn't exist without cricket yes it right, is right, a right. it is cardio mm. for when the cricket's off yes. that is why it exists, why it, exists yeah. right, it plays yeah. at the melbourne cricket ground it was created yeah. by the melbourne cricket club basically right. mm. the melbourne football club are a subsidiary of the cricket club <laughs> yeah. even even though it's it's the it's the disgusting sort of uh junk food version of cricket in that like it's quick it's now it's hard it's hit it's everything that that cricket's not, but they are intrinsically linked, yeah. mm. like um, like DNA, like um, the tiger and the lion initially were the same thing at one point and and divided. That's my hot theos- philosophical theory. On that note, Broden Kelly, thanks for joining us. Yes, Can you, I was Max Walker is the core of of this. We, this is a Max yes, Walker yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the footy and the cricket. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Weird way to end it, but thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do away days? I certainly do, mate. Um, people last week gutted to learn that away days may have been coming to its final integration. That was the language from everybody who wrote in. Good but, news. Uh, Good news then. We have been backed by Mitsubishi Pajero, uh, Pajero Sport. Pajero Sport. I want to say, who are getting behind uh, just to, like punters' stories about their away days in cricket and the adventure therein. Of the away days. Um, it's captured the minds and the hearts. Now, look, I have been going on a little bit with, uh, not just in this show, but uh, but with the away days section. So this one's a quicker one. Okay. Um, now, just got to double check. This isn't asking for any anonymity. No, it's not. Sam Cook. And, he's, and it's just simply, I like this. It's simply titled Pajero Away Days. Beautiful. Now, just add Pajero Sport, to be fair. Let's make that clear. That's part of the deliverable. Yeah. Uh, so, Sam, next yeah. time. Yeah. Um, when you think about deliverables for the show, yeah. just make sure you Guys, get the language right about Pajero Sport. That's right. As we lean on your content for this integration, that's right. Just keep, it's Pajero Sport the yeah. way it is. Just to get the impressions right. So, yeah. And, and the adventure therein. <laughs> 
It would like it to have a sort of a loyally feel to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so Sam, Sam Cook writes in, Pajero, bracket sport, away days. Got it. After a, couple, after a solid couple of years in my club's junior setup, mm. I was thrilled with a call-up to the threes and was blessed with the gloves on debut. Okay. It was a tricky tie against an unbeaten top of the league who are far too much for our mixture of lads and dads. Lads and dads. Mm-hmm. My dad had decided to cycle the 70 kilometres and turned up just as I was heading out to the middle. He witnessed one filthy hack across the line and my middle stump pegged back. Oh God. As I walked off dejected, I looked up to see my dad shake his head, hop back on his bike and cycle home without <laughs> saying a word. <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't see my equally ropey keeping performance, so I was able to lie through my teeth that my glove work made up for my questionable shot selection first ball up. Oh. A big thank you to the three skipper who gave me a lift home in a Pajero sport. Oh and said that my dad probably had to get back to work. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Sam. Dad hasn't worked in seven years. I, I want to know how young this Sam guy was if, like, the skipper is talking to him like he really is a child. Yeah, like, yeah, Like, oh, yeah. no, dad probably had to work, mate. Yeah, and yeah, got yeah. A, no, he, he, got he's got to lift com- home. He's coming home. Yeah. He's got to lift home so he can't Was drive. he meant to go on the back of his bike? That wouldn't have been. That wouldn't have sort of qualified for Pajero Sport. Also, Sam, call your jets with that because you know, like, like your dad has literally come to watch you play, and it's, well, not, it's not his fault. Seventy k's. He's probably getting fit. To be honest, it's a. You know what I mean? It's somewhere to go. His dad's on his but seventy k's. His dad's on his bike thinking about his life. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's, thinking, he's thinking. How far can I really cycle away from that hell hole of a house? Sam, he didn't know where you were playing. It was a total coincidence. <laughs> He wanted to do a 140k round trip. Yours just happened to be right there. He couldn't get out of there quick enough. He's also not your real dad. <laughs> Thanks to Pajero Sport. <laughs> Adventurous away days. Please send yours in. Um, Pajero Sport away days. They've been backing us to Larks this summer. And uh, I've got to say, yeah, like a lot of sad, dark stories coming in. But with the, you know, the the motif of, uh, of wheels. Wheels. You know, you get, it can't be done without wheels. India and England uh, have been embroiled in a test series, yeah. uh, Pez, and we're up to the third test, which is starting at the end of this week. So, in fact, it's on Thursday, um, and it's in Rajkot, that one. Uh, so the first two tests have been played. It's obviously 1-1, one, one, uh, fans of the cricket will remember. Uh, so here's some squad news coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. So Shreyas I has been left out of India's squad for the remaining three tests against England. Jadeja and KL Rahul are part of the 17-man squad. So they've done a th- – like a, is it a three-test squad? I think it's squad. a three-test squad, yeah. Uh, but the availability of Jadeja and Kale Rahul is still subject to clearance uh, from fitness from the medical team from the BCCI. So both had missed the second test, obviously. Jadeja has a hamstring. He's got a string. People remember from the run out with Stokes. He comes back for the third test with a string. That's a very quick turnaround. Yeah. Uh, Kale Rahul's got the quad niggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Akash Deep has got his maiden test call up and obviously Virat Kohli continues to be unavailable because of personal reasons. Now, we said last week, actually, Pezza, like that um, AB Davilius had made some comments on his YouTube channel. Um, now, I'm making a couple of comments these days. Yeah. Six should be a nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of the all time great exchanges with uh, Kevin Peterson. Um, anyway, so this is uh, via Times of India. 
Former South African cricket sensation A.B. De Villiers has found himself at the centre of a storm after inadvertently spreading misinformation regarding the absence of Indian cricket stalwart Virat Kohli from the ongoing England Test Series. De Villiers, known for his camaraderie with Kohli both on and off the field, expressed regret over his earlier statement acknowledging that he had shared false information about Kohli's personal life. Hmm. Absolutely, family comes first. It's a priority, as I said on my YouTube show. Also, I made a terrible mistake at the same time, and yeah, sharing false information, which was not true at all. No one knows what's happening. That's all I can do is wish him well, de Villiers told uh, Danik Baskar in an exclusive interview. Initially, de Villiers had suggested that Kohli and his wife Anushka Sharma were anticipating their second child, linking Kohli's absence from the initial matches of the England series to family commitments. So very, now, and now very he said, specific piece of misinformation. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I made that up. It's just not true at all. What? <laughs> what? What's going on with AB? Hell of a player. It is one. Of, it, it always did like it struck one as a as a like a odd thing to say, and also to like to link to missing out on test matches, and yeah. then that just spawns unnecessary speculation yeah. when basically everybody else is you know if anyone knows about what's going on, which we don't, is just has you know correctly just said nothing yeah so and um, it's obviously just got a little tap on the shoulder yeah you'll be walking that back mate <laughs> uh for england jack leach has been ruled out of the rest of the series uh to recover from a knee injury he damaged his left knee fielding on the opening day in the hyderabad test uh when he was diving to stop a boundary um he then exacerbated that injury on the second morning. So the extent of the swelling on his knee was uh, meant he was unable to move freely, restricting him to a maximum of four over spells for the remainder of the test. Um, so, uh, yeah, no leech. Still no word on Harry Brook, of course, who's, who oh, was yeah. also home for um, personal reasons. So injuries deluxe in that, uh, in that test series. And you just feel like, okay, leech, leech is a miss. No question about that for England. Um, but India without... At the moment, Jadeja, Kohli, mm. Kale Rahul. Massive. And there was talk as well about Boomer not playing the last two test matches. So I think he is going to play the third test, but he may be rested for the last two test matches. England may not get a better chance for a little while anyway to to to, to wrestle the series in their favour. I mean, obviously, they, they won the first test match incredibly and heroically. Um, India too good in the second test match, but... They they are in with a sniff here, England. I mean, it's a great chance. 1-1, one, one, India with hugely influential players out injured. Uh, England with one of the great wins um, following, like, India uh, dominance mm. in the game. Um, England are already exceeding what anybody expected, like, them to do and exceeding what anyone has really done in seven or eight years there in India. I yep. mean, I think the last time a team was knee-deep in the series was Australia in 2017, I want to say. And yeah. even then, um, it was an early an early win in the series with Sock taking 12 for 70, Steve yeah. Smith, 100, Pune, unbelievable that's right, stuff. That's right. And then, you know, you you dust up the deck, spin a web, see you later, um, which, you know, as is their want. But it's not as simple as that for the Indian team. Firstly, missing Jadeja. Secondly, missing Coley. Thirdly, the nature of the way uh, England plays cricket um, doesn't militate towards, you know, just dusting it up and seeing what you can do. So I've got to say, like, England are far deeper into the series than we had expected, um, you know, and they'll let you know 
but it is true. So fair fair play to them. Um, but then again, you know they were one nil up in the last uh, last series as well. Yeah, they were. So, yeah, but still, yeah, that India do not feel as strong a team as they were a few years ago. Yeah, uh, in that um, in that series, certainly. Yeah. So uh, TD is obviously TDC is obviously covering the India England series. You can get around that on YouTube or on uh, wherever you listen to this right now. Uh, TDC is brought to you this week by NordVPN. You can, you can go to nordvpn.com forward slash TGC to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus four months for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Pez, I'm going to read you about saving money. NordVPN helps me save money as well as protect me from cybercrime. I can change my virtual location and sign up for subscription services via other countries and pay a cheaper price. For example, you can sign up to Netflix whilst virtually being in Mexico, which is much cheaper than the US or the UK. Also, I can book flights and holidays via another country and pay less. So NordVPN essentially pays for itself with those savings. NordVPN.com forward slash TGC. Huge discount, NordVPN plan, plus four months for free. Uh, the South Africa series with the women in Australia here, Pez, the multi-format series. Now, Australia have clinched the ODI series. They also won the T20 series, but they've lost two games out of six, Pezza, and I want to know why. Here's what Captain Elisa Healy said. It's plain and simple. Who can I like throw to her? <laughs> like a, like a, uh, a package. Yeah, package. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's plain and simple, she said. You can't afford to be sloppy and not adapt as quickly as we needed to, Healy said. We've, We've proven that over the summer, that when we've let ourselves down, even a little bit, in all three facets, we're getting punished. Tomorrow's a great opportunity. That's before this game that was last night's um no, there's two nights ago at uh, North Sydney Oval. Uh, great opportunity to be come out here and be really clinical and perform the way we know that we can, which obviously they did because they won the game by about 110 runs. Uh, she said, we're still a really good cricket side. We showed in Adelaide how good we can be. Just got to turn up tomorrow and do the same thing, then do it repeatedly for long periods of time. She continued, said, she continued and said, this was a period of time where cricket was really challenging for this group. We've had a lot of success over the last five or six years, yes, but there's been plenty of times within that that this group has been challenged. So, um, you know, I keep saying this, but Alicia really said it best when she said that people only really care when they lose. Mm. Uh, two games out of six, you know, it was a tough Ashes as well. Obviously, they ended up retaining the Ashes, but uh, but lost two of the series in the uh, – obviously won the Test match, but then lost the ODI series and lost the T20 series. Is that right? Um, so uh, is this down to – no Meg Lanning? Is that what we're looking at? Is that is like, that is that down to joke. missing one of the greatest players of all time? Healy's completely right. I mean, they're coming from the highest height possible. They win everything all the time. Yeah. And now they don't win every single thing all the time. They just win fucking heaps of things. Yeah, just win most series. of the time. <laughs> yeah. And they just lost one of the greatest players ever in Meg Lanning. And now other teams are starting to catch up. I mean, frankly, like other teams, it's we're, we're waiting. Like it's just probability. It's 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 going to happen. Like we don't need to. Aww. Yeah, can we just win Aww. forever? I don't like that. Uh, dad, dad. Uh, <laughs> I like more private school voice. Yeah, dad, dad, dad. <clears throat> um, they've got uh, they got South Africa in a test mm. later this the week. Wacker, the yeah. Wacker. Mm. Uh, Australia leads the multi-format series eight four. South Africa cannot defeat that, but Impossible. they can uh, they can tie it up, I guess, and say some stuff. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, still an extremely good side, Australia. Uh, it, it's not as strong without Meg Lanning in it. 
Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's Ooh. huge. Uh, but I, I did. I did watch. Um, I watched a bit of the last game at North Sydney Oval. Alana King. Kingy. Best ever figures. Four for twenty six. Hell of a player. Just missed out on a hat trick. Yeah. As well. Um, yeah. And Australia's done this a few times. I feel without being able to back up with hard data. Mm. But when they do lose. They are. They do have that champion quality of like, they oh, we're going to fucking, fucking pump. Yeah, yeah, we're going to smash you next yeah. game. Yeah, Th- those things will happen. I, the like, if they started losing now, and and you know didn't win World Cups and stuff, obviously effigies and all that kind of stuff, right, and, and course, submissions course, and royal commissions yes, and all royal that sort commissions. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Argus reports, whatever. Yeah. Uh, like a hurricane, but it needs a new name. Yeah. But I would, I would just be grateful for what it has been. Instead, they continue to win, and we'll just wait until they do something wrong, and we'll we'll get upset. Mm-hmm. So that's the transaction. Good. Okay. South Africa also have a chance to level the series in New Zealand, the test series there. Here's what happened in the first test. New Zealand batted first and scored 511. Ratchet and Ravindra scored 240. Cam Williamson hit his 30th 100. South Africa were then out for 162. New Zealand then hit 179 for four, declared... That was a lead of 528. Cam Williamson, he's 31st test century. Then South Africa were out for 247. So New Zealand won the game by 281 runs. <laughs> AI. Here's what, here's what uh, South African coach Shukri Conrad said uh, in relation to that loss. A few of them uh, would have taken a knock in terms of the harsh realities of that test cricket brings and possibly how far away they still are. Many feel that they're closer to the test side than they currently are, he said. That's fucking harsh. (laughs) You go through a few days like they have been through, and that's a jolt and a wake-up call. Man, I said this last week, and and it's possibly the most, like, um, it'd be the most painful thing to hear because of the condescension in it. But, like, I I feel sorry for those guys who may, may, I mean, they, they, they are good cricketers. But, like, when you put, like, seven of them playing for the first time against a very good New Zealand side who's playing at home, like, you're going to get pumped, and everyone knows you're going to get pumped. But, like, I feel sorry for them. The coach is like, yeah, you guys aren't really that close to the death side. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I don't know Shukri Comrade, but he hasn't played test cricket either. You know what I mean? So, at least they can respond with how many fucking tests have you played. Yeah. Like, that is, you know, people are forgetting one of those upsides of what's happened here. Okay, maybe you can say it cheapens test cricket altogether because it's threes. But these guys can still say for the rest of their lives how many fucking tests have you played. That's true. So... I don't know. I like like it, it. I feel like it's talk about like kicking a dog when it's down. You get the result that everyone expects to get when you play threes, and then you play against a, a, like a, a good New Zealand Test side away from home. Mm. They beat you as is expected. Then you go, you are nowhere near Test cricket, mate. It's like yeah, I I, I know. Like yeah. it just it just dogs being kicked. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, that second Test match starts. I don't have it in front of me. Soon. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hope it does. Got to be soon because Australia's starting soon there. they got to get it done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure they'll get it done. I'm sure they'll get it done. Hashtag RSTGC. Uh, do you want to read it, Pez? Okay. Uh, from James. James says, shadow bowling in the gym. Thoughts? Boys. Bit of backstory for you. I'm getting married in August and decided in November that something needed to be done about the old double-triple-chin situation. Unlike Higos, I've always fucking hated the gym. However, I'm enjoying it, and I know as a former swimmer and rower, I know there's a rig in there Ooh. somewhere. Oh, yeah. Now on to the main point. 
<laughs> I hope that's got nothing to do with the question. <laughs> so there I am happily on the pull-down machine when I notice a flash of colour out of the corner of my eye. The gym isn't busy, so I'm, uh, so I'm confused what it can be. It came from the area between Muscle Beach and the pull-up area. There's three people there. Has one of them fallen off the pull-up bar? Try not to make it obvious that I'm looking. I pause before my next set. Then I see it. Have I seen it correctly? Have my eyes deceived me? Doth mine eyes deceive me. me. That's it. No, there it is again. Some pricks shadow bowling in the gym. <laughs> in Muscle Beach of all places. What's this guy doing? Aghast, I continue to watch as he walks the full length of the gym, shadow bowling the whole way. What the fuck is this bloke doing? I continue with my own business, but can't help noticing continue to shadow bowl. He then progresses on to work through on his follow through. If you don't play cricket, then he just looks like a bloke stepping forward and slamming a medicine ball into the ground as hard as he can. So hang on. I'm pausing here. He then progresses to work on his follow-through. If you don't play cricket, then he just looks like he's a bloke stepping forward and slamming a medicine ball. So, so the medicine ball slam is the follow-through? Is that what we're saying? Or is that the completion of the I action? Feel, I feel like what's happening is he's got a medicine ball. Yeah. He's then like shadow bowling onto the ground and then doing a follow-through. And then he's like trotting a few paces down. That's, so that's the, what I've got So the medicine head. ball is the cricket ball right. that he's – that he, but he's shadow bowling at this point. So shadow bowling, I presume, is just got he's got no like um like sort of what would you call it like apparatus with him, device, uh, mm. thing, mm. <laughs> exercise equipment. But we're saying he's he's got a medicine ball and he's bowling it with two hands, yeah, and then following through as this is. So let's get reading. Perhaps it'll um reveal itself. Reveal itself. More people are now looking at him, wondering what the fuck he's doing. Should I congratulate him for not giving a fuck and just cracking on? Or do I continue to mentally judge him for standing out so much? Anyway, like anything, the more often you go somewhere, the more you notice the same people. It wouldn't be that difficult to notice the shadow bowler, quote unquote. <laughs> However, I've seen him loads recently. Always shadow bowling. Always slamming his medicine ball. Brackets, only the two kilogram one though. Always working on his landing leg. Now, the nice part of me should say he might be recovering from an injury. Fair play to him working hard to recover. Unfortunately and predictably, because I've played this shit sport for over 20 years, I don't think like that. Instead, I instantly WhatsApp the cricket group chat. Wouldn't suit our club. Betty shit. Bellend. Not PCC material. Come back so my instincts are confirmed. This bloke is a twat. All the usual and predictable questions are raised. Mm -hmm. He's five foot eight at best, so he can't bowl serious wheels. Mm -hmm. Should I tell this bloke to quit on quit and work on chest and pipes? They need work, and no one will respect his lack of pace and height. Is his action sloppy? Uh, sorry, his action is sloppy, and he falls away. Do I mm -hmm. side mouth him with his feedback? Now we're talking. Do I shadow bat back to him? Mm -hmm. I'd probably get bold, so he'd be the out for this situation then. <laughs> he looks about 19, 20. Do I give him the life lesson no one gave him, uh, gave me and tell him to get the hell out of this sport that kills your hopes and dreams? Mm -hmm. That even though you might have had a chance, uh, uh, sorry, have had junior success, man of the match in under 17 county final with match wing two for seven and 50 not out, 42 red, that they, it counts for fuck all. You'll only have the occasional one day out in ever in cricket. Ever. <laughs> he repeats ever. <laughs> Why does this sport make me think like this? What is wrong with me? Why do I think writing to you two will make it better? Yeah. Who's the alpha? This young pup who clearly wants to do or wants to better himself or me who just can't let go despite an average of less than 10 and only being able to get a bolt when the opposition has 300 plus and everyone has lost hope. Cheers, James. P.S. He's moved up to the four kilogram medicine ball now. James, I think you're scared. Like we're talking, we're talking today uh, about, you know, some of these young roosters that are in the Australian setup and you just think like they're just pregnant with possibility. What could mm. it become? Mm. Now, James has 
already gone so through pregnant. He's gone through the harshness of the the cold realities of what cricket does to you and your brain, let alone your life, socially, financially, spiritually, uh, religiously, historically. So, and he and he sees this young buck in the gym, mm. and he's thinking, "This guy's trying to be a good cricketer." Now, I'm looking at his action; it probably doesn't look that good. But like, mm. what? But what if he is better than me? Mm. And then and then he'll be in the gym with a guy who's a better cricketer than him. Now, that's mm. going to really hurt. Now, in terms of the actual action itself it seems to me like what he's doing is is functional for bowling i've got no idea about how to train for fast bowling but i would imagine it's something to do with the intercostals is what he's doing if he's like if he's like if he's like picking a ball like throwing it down the ground in the same way that like you see what's intercostals like i know what it is just for the benefit of the listener viewer (laughs) like muscles in like your ribs connecting to your chest intercostals Uh, yeah um you want to get out of that quickly let's keep going yeah intercostals hmm so like you know in the same way that like a um uh like a baseballer you see them like like next into bat might have like two bats or like put like a weight onto the bat so then the bat moves faster when you actually just use one bat therefore increasing bat speed etc etc golfers sometimes do it as well with two clubs uh like warming up so then it feels light when you just use the one club in the actual game situation so like if he's shadow bowling and he's like getting through that that motion of bowling with a now four kilogram medicine ball. I presume. presumably he's only hold, he's holding it with two hands though. Wouldn't wouldn't you say? Well, two two kilo. Like you reckon oh, it's coming through in one? one you, no, you reckon he's, so. pa- he's palming a two kilogram medicine ball? No, if he is, because if he is, <laughs> he's in the wrong sport. <laughs> is this Spencer Johnson? <laughs> so it seems to me like what I'm saying is like the action itself seems functional to me. Really, but, but if he's if he's bowling it and then jogging afterwards, that seems odd to me. Do you, would you? hazard a guess about whether this action that this man is um like you know working on practicing executing in the gym like is something that has been you know handed down to him from a biomechanical specialist uh or it could be injured it could just be from a physio but it's like if, if what you say is right and it's just functional he's just using heavier weights for the actions of the sport right why don't we see guys in gyms um playing forward defenses with a 10 kilogram medicine ball. <laughs> With that, with you know what I mean? All playing big yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah just, yeah, just working off your pads. Or actually get... The, That's a fucking good idea. 25 kilo barbell. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, this guy's... Playing full shots. You know? This guy's in fours with fucking Popeye-like <laughs> forearms. It's the great advances in sports science that haven't been worked yeah. out yet. Like, have these guys in the Aussie team, are they in the gym mm. with a 35 kilo barbell just playing <laughs> shots? You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe that'd work. Like you, you have to train for your sport that you're in. Yeah. Train to play. Interesting. Standing it's, in the slips, yeah. Maybe, maybe James and, and, and us have come together to mm. be revolutionaries in the in the uh, training field. You, you can't tell me, though. Like, I, I, don't, I know you would have a very um, um, correctly, like, progressive approach to the things people want to do in a gym. You're not going to judge them. That's very low level to be like, what the fuck are you doing there? You know, that sort of shit. Right. I'm talking, you know, Joey Swole and shit. Oh, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. but you can't be telling me that if you were at the gym <laughs> and you, and there was this little space and someone had a medicine ball. At Muscle Beach. At Muscle Beach. Yeah. Bowling and then doing a follow through that yeah. you are not fucking snapping your neck at that and looking out <laughs> yeah. the corner of your eye about what's this? Like you're not going like, yeah. hey, actually, actually yeah. probably quite functional for the intercostals. <laughs> like you're not thinking that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'd be on the WhatsApp group. Fuck this shit. Yeah, exactly. Like you'd be fucking yeah. clandestine taking photos. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. 
And then he's filming going like, oh, everyone just won't so stop looking at me. You know what I mean? Send it into Joey Swell. Yeah, yeah. It's because you're palming a four kilo medicine ball. I'm having a look at that. That's right. Like you got one of those fucking foam fingers at, a, at an American sports game. But maybe that's what this guy should do. Like the guy's using a medicine ball to, to, to functionally practice his bowling and his follow through. You go and get the barbell, mm. probably the curved one, you know, wherever, you know. Yeah, the, with the easy bar. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Get, you get the easy bar. You go stand yeah. at the other end and just sort of yeah. start playing some shots. Nick off, no obviously. Way, Center. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Two, two thanks, Tuck. That's right. Yeah, interesting. Something to think about. Thanks, as always, for joining us here on TGC. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Broden, uh, whenever that appeared in the show. Um, but it was fun. It was fun to uh, do yet another crossover. Uh, uh, so, yeah, next time uh, we'll be on the internet will be after the day's play for um, India and England, that test match, the third test match there. And, of course, if you want to join us and uh, join our Patreon community, you want to become a member of TGC or a shareholder indeed, as we've been calling them the last few weeks, um, patreon.com forward slash great cricketer, where, once again, the live chat has been popping off anytime anything is happening in the world of cricket. So if you want to join that community, you can find us there. Thanks, as always, for joining us, for listening, for watching, and consuming, and, indeed, for being a good little customer. We'll see you guys on the internet real soon. Cheers.